0: The Kiss two five
1: Studios in Toronto. Oh, two, Ladies
0: and gentlemen, this is Roz yes. and Mocha. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. Chain Smoker. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia car? You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My, my boys, Roz, Roz, and Mocha. Roz and Mocha.
1: The Roz and Mocha show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite?
0: Roz Mocha.
2: Thank you, Mocha. You guys are so funny, man.
3: Congratulations,
2: Lisa! You just
4: Whoa. won a thousand dollars.
0: Amazing! Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Rawls and Mocha Show. Podcast powered by Air Transat.
4: Today is uh, of course, April Fool's Day. Yeah. A lot of people trying to hustle you. A lot. Don't be hustled.
1: Not us though.
4: And uh Or are we? No, I'm not going to hustle you today. No, not today. People are smart, man. So McDonald's in Australia decided to (laughs) tease fans with the McPickle.
1: Okay. (laughs) Yeah.
4: Which is a burger. It looks just like a Big Mac, only instead of patties it's just stacks and stacks and stacks of pickles (laughs) oh that's gross and it looks gross yeah right like it looks gross but i like pickles but i like a burger full of pickles but people are pissed why because it's not really available. because it's not really available you can't like pickles that much like when you look at the picture of what they put together and stuck on instagram it's one two three four five layers of pickles (laughs) <laughs> on each stack yeah. of the, Oh, on each stack? On each oh, stack. That's gross. Okay? No, thanks. So it's a Big Mac with five layers of pickles where the burger would be. Okay, question. Yeah. Does it also have all the other... Yeah, this, everything. It looks just like a... Ba- like the cheese is sticking out of it. Yeah. With the ketchup, with the everything else. With the lettuce. And, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Like everything. Every, okay. Gross. It's, no. It's so, it's so... But people are pissed because they're like, Hey, us vegans, <laughs> we're really excited <laughs> about the pickles burger and they're like yeah well sorry it's not real um, so but you know me and pickles on burgers right you ate like, them. oh I don't think that pickles should exist on burgers like I don't think that I, I I feel that a pickle because if you don't like pickles yeah and you order a burger and there's a pickle on it you can't just pull it off because everything tastes like pickle yeah. water after that it the ruins pickle juice like seeps into the, the to, bread and oh, the burger All your other toppings. I will not go to a place where pickle is standard on a burger. I don't mind it. I can't do it. It's so rude. I enjoy pickles. It is one of the rudest things because pickles is such a very specific flavor. And if you don't like pickles...
1: I know, your whole meal
4: is ruined. It's Everything is For ruined. Sure. Like, and then you have to go out, out of your way. I
1: mean, you shouldn't have to go out of your way when you
4: order to say, please, no pickles. No, but everything is ruined. No pickles should be standard. You can have pickles, offer pickles the yeah. way that you would anything else. Like on the side or something. It, it should be like you would order when you do, do you want a cheeseburger or not a cheeseburger? That, that the Pickles should not be automatic on anything. Yeah. One, because they're vile. Damn, bro, they're so gross. You like really hate. I like hate, hate, hate pickles. pickles. Yeah, Damn. I ha- like I I hate pickles on a burger so much. I think it is so rude. So anyway, so people are freaking out because the McPickle doesn't exist. And man, when you look at this picture, yeah. it is like. Ugh! Like, <laughs> so, like, so you wouldn't be ordering it anytime like, soon. Ugh! And they're all, and it's not like big, thick. It's just like the same McDonald's slices of thin pickle, just stacked like bricks. Yeah. Right, like it's a giant mm. pickle brick. Yeah. Burger, five stacks each. Si- it's so gross. I can't even look at this. <laughs> I can't. Like, I can't. Even, this is why. This right here is why April Fools' they suck. <laughs> right? It's not even real, and it ruined my day. <laughs>
1: Here we go, the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hi, this is the Roz and Mocha Show. Who's this? It's Kevin. Kevin, how are you, man? I'm well. Yourself? Good, buddy. What's going on? Uh, I just want to disagree with Roz with the whole pickle
2: fiasco on burgers. I believe pickles have a place for burgers. No. (laughs) (laughs) Just by saying no doesn't make it true. Well, why not? It's, It's a preference for yourself, but everywhere you go, pickles are offered with burgers. If they weren't
4: paired with burgers they never would be associated with no no but what i'm saying is that the assumption that all people love pickles is what i find offensive people who like pickles have no concept of the idea of what a pickle does to somebody who does not like pickles like it ruins everything
2: i I hear what you're saying because my daughters pick the pickles off their burgers and i every time i get them a burger i never say no pickles i'm hoping one day they'll actually appreciate the flavor that the No, you know what, though? I could
1: I could see Ross's point because I'm the exact same way when it comes to onions. Yeah. I don't like onions on a burger unless they are, like, sautéed. Right. I, I hate, like, regular, straight-up raw onions. And if they're put on a burger, for me at least, without me asking for it, uh, I find it ruins the taste. Yeah. I would always have to go out of my way to say, please, no onions.
4: Sometimes you go yeah, to but- those restaurants where they take a whole pickle and just stick it on the top of the bun.
1: I don't mind that because I like pickles. No, but then, well, the,
4: you, but the the water just like it soaks in like the top bun then becomes a pickle sponge where it just soaks in yeah, all, I don't the, mind that. all the, the rancid pickle water. I don't like, mind it's that. It's so gross. It's so Well, I rude. don't like a
2: soggy bun on a burger at all, so that would be a no-no for me.
4: Why is the phrase the soggy time- bun so funny? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just laughed when you said soggy bun, and it's I insane. don't know why. I, <laughs> you you know, I, have. I can't
2: say moist I wouldn't say moist, bun. they just sound yeah, good. Yeah. Something like that. Oh, Sog- you know?
4: There's something funny. I don't know what it is. The combination of those two words, soggy buns. Right? Like soggy buns will always just be funny to say.
1: Don't worry, Kev. We're just like you. We don't like soggy buns. <laughs> I, I
3: agree. Or flat ones either. I agree. Right. Hey, Kevin, thank you for listening. The Rosin Mocha Show Podcast.
4: Can you please explain to me what the car alarm challenge is? Oh, somebody posted. Uh, online,
1: she's sitting in a chair, and she does with her voice. Yeah, while chopping her neck with her hand, the sound of a car alarm. So it sounds like this.
4: Oh, shut up! That's a woman.
1: So she's just yelling at a high pitch, and then with her hand, slapping her neck like where her Adam's apple. Like karate
4: chopping her her karate-chomping neck.
1: Karate chopping her neck to make that noise.
5: Oh snap! Maybe it only works for women because
4: they don't have an Adam's apple. No, she's actually hitting above where her Adam's apple would be. Like she's just affecting the sound. But that it's like her her tone is perfect. Like she nailed the note. Listen
1: to this. This girl did it at an even higher pitch. Okay. Like that is a human being making that noise. That's clearly a yaris. That's a yaris. (laughs) (laughs) And then you have the ones that are like real bad. Oh, wait, no, that's a good one. (laughs) Jesus. So people are doing this now, which is why it went viral, right?
4: So that's why Car Alarm Challenge has started. What's the highest note you can make? I don't even know if I can make a high note. I'm such a man. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Shut up. Are you going to try it? You want to try it? I might try it. You go first and then Maury. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Let
1: me see. Oh, I can't. Right here. Okay,
4: here. Uh, okay. Ready? This is a car alarm challenge, by the way. Okay. And Mocha, go. Ah! Ah!
1: Ah! ah, ah. No.
6: <laughs> I think right. you're onto
4: it. You're onto it. let, Try, me, hear, least, let yeah. me hear the original. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Oh. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay.
4: Okay. Yeah. Go. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mori, you go.
1: No, slow. <laughs> higher, higher! No, you gotta be higher. Higher pitch. Higher on my hand? No, pitch, pitch. Your voice. Okay. <laughs> oh God, I think something came up right there. Oh, that's gross. <laughs> so gross. <laughs>
5: wow. Was oh, that I you, think Mocha? It, that was
4: me. Shut your mouth. Is <laughs> yeah, that you a video? No, that was me. That was you. That was me. Okay, Maury, go. Maybe it's the wrong hand. <laughs> okay. I <laughs> you're okay. hitting too hard, yeah, bro. More, I'm going to say, don't hit yourself so hard in the throat, okay? Yeah. Okay, And three, two, one, go.
5: That sounds like a Yaris.
4: <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a Yaris.
5: Sounds like what?
4: A Yaris. Can you even speak oh. now? <laughs> okay, I'm going okay, <laughs> to... Okay, I'm going to I'm going to try now. I'm going to okay. do I'm going to do the highest pitch that I can do. Okay. Okay, you ready? It
5: actually kind of hurts. <sighs> I have to dig my Adam's apple back out.
4: Ah. But i even try. <laughs> my voice doesn't go that high, man. Yeah, okay, wait, I'll try wait. again. I'll try one more time. Okay.
1: Show podcast. Hey, it's Roz and Mocha. Who's this? Hi. Hi. What's your name? Candace. All right, Candace. So, Roz, Candace texted just now, and it simply reads, "Roz is better than Mocha." Oh, (laughs) jeez. I bet you didn't think I'd see those texts. Hey, Candace. (laughs) That's actually my son who did that. (laughs) Uh huh. Where's your son? I just dropped him off at school. Uh, Uh, Likely school. Uh, Likely story. How convenient. How convenient. (laughs) Um, why does your son, and I say that with air quotes, like Roz better than me?
7: I don't know. Well, you know what? I went to high school with Roz. So maybe when I, we listen to Roz and Mocha every morning, I tell him how we went to high school together.
1: Oh, snap. Were you in the, uh, in the same grade or younger or older?
7: I think the same grade.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah so do you remember Ross yeah. from high school in Acton growing up in yep. Acton oh you do yep and my like my dad used
7: to be uh, I just remember him being with uh, he, used to, he used to listen to all the rock music and
1: <laughs> yeah.
7: used to hang out with a different crowd
1: oh yeah. Uh, yeah was he always surrounded by women
4: yeah. Oh, oh stop. Yeah. For real? <laughs> wow, congrats, brother. Thank you. No problem. Appreciate it. Uh, wow. Yeah, so we so you we were in the same grade?
6: Yeah.
4: Oh nice. Uh what's your last what's your last name? Or what was your last name? Trenton. Can- you got yeah. a sister? Yeah. Julia. Yeah. Julia Trenton. Yeah.
1: Was Is that- Julia ever with Roz? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. Oh. Wait, wait. <laughs> yeah. Candice, were you ever with Roz?
7: (laughs) No. No, no, no. no. Did you ever
1: try to get with Roz?
4: No. No. No, no. Uh, oh, don't say it like that. <laughs> like, ooh. <ew. laughs> <laughs> yeah, these, call, I, I'm oh, always, I always get a little terrified when the, when somebody that I went to high school with calls up. Why? Because <laughs> my memory of that time is so terrible yeah. that it's either going to go one of two ways. They're either going to be, be like super proud and oh my God, you know, from acting and now you're doing this, love the show, congratulations, or they're going to absolutely have things that they need to get off their chest. Right. And I'm so i been waiting my whole life like, to tell you this. Yeah, like I'm sweating right now. Like my chest, <laughs> Candace, you have no idea that I'm like I'm I'm sweating right <laughs> <really> now. Is. <laughs> you can't reach without Lady Speed Stick fast no. enough. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: yeah. Well, uh, Candace, thank you very much for your text. Or sorry, thank your quote unquote
4: son. Yeah. for the text. Hello.
7: Oh my goodness. Yes. All right, and yes. uh,
4: big All up, right. big up to uh, you, everybody else in act Acton High School. Everybody I went to high school with, uh, y'all are great.
1: Awesome, And to all the ladies that were uh, surrounding Roz through his high school
3: days. Yeah, oh, them too. <laughs> <laughs> Can't forget them.
1: Thanks, Candace. Have a good day. Bye. Bye.
3: The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast.
4: When you use acronyms like LOL and WTF, uh-huh. How do you say them? Like, LOL. Really? How do you say it? Like, do you say LOL or do you say LOL. I say LOL. Okay. WTF. So 55% of people say LOL. 36% of people say lol.
1: Who? I don't know, man. Why would you Who say lol against like, me?
5: I've heard kids say lol.
1: Kids say lol, yeah. Well, did it for the lols. We need to teach our kids better,
4: right? I could see Roxy saying lol. You're going to start with lols on teaching your kid? I think there's a lot of things you need to teach a kid before you get to... That's how this happens. Is there's so many things that you got to teach a kid that by the time you get to 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 LOL, yeah. they've already committed to lol.
1: No. The very first time you hear them use it is when you... Smack them.
5: No. Oh, no. sorry. I don't know. I don't know Smack. your oh, style. No. They're not going to listen to you. They're going to do what their friends are doing. No. Exactly.
1: Teachable moment. No. You no. say, listen... You, daddy's yeah. wrong,
4: daddy's <laughs> wrong. LOL. Yes, right. No. Uh, so, thirty-six percent of people say "lol." Uh, WTF. Yes, yeah, just WTF. Okay. So, what you other way is there to say it? You can say the actual words. Oh no, nobody does that. Oh, okay. I mean, right now, sometimes. do you do you say for BRB? Yeah. Do you say BRB? Do you say be right back, or do you say burb? <laughs> I've never
1: met anyone that has ever said burb. Okay. Uh, I've heard people in conversation
4: say BRB. Yeah. But I would say more times I've heard people say be right back. Right. Oh, going back to WTF, by the way, only 14% of people say WTF. 80% of people say what the actual. Wow, I'm in a small percentage group. Uh, BRB. So do you say BRB, be right back, or burb? No, I would say BRB or be right back. Okay, B- BRB. Yeah, so uh, BRB sixty nine percent, burb seven really? percent. Never heard. Never heard it. Yeah. Um, what is
1: like if you are standing there with your coworker and you are about to go into a meeting and you got a couple seconds to spare, like, and you got to go to the washroom. You are going to yeah. say, look at your coworker, dead in the eye, and All be right. like, I am going to go to the washroom. Uh, Burb,
5: <laughs> Yeah. Then
4: they'd go, excuse you. Yeah, and they'd go, man, yeah, lols. <laughs> um, okay. Do you say uh, TBH? This is, uh, I guess, to be honest. Yeah. Do you say TBH or do you say to be honest or do you say to buh?
6: To No. <laughs>
4: yeah. I would say to be honest. Okay. <laughs> to 5% of people say to buh. Oh, idiot. I'm just telling you, man. Uh, LMAO. Laugh I, my ass off. I would say laugh my ass off. I okay. wouldn't say LMAO. You wouldn't? LMAO. I say LMAO. 77% of people say LMAO. 11% of people say LMAO. <laughs>
1: That's a so dumb. LMAO? Yeah. Actually no.
4: saying laughing my ass off didn't even make the list. Really? No. Oh, wow. No. And then the big one, of course um, do you say GIF or JIF? I say GIF. Maury? GIF. GIF. So 60- I mean, Everybody says GIF. 67% of people no, say no, GIF. No, no, no. 31% of people say GIF. Older people say GIF. I have yeah. never heard anybody call it a GIF. And 1% of people say graphics interchange format. Who's oh, the
3: one? <laughs> <laughs> wow, that just made me lulled. <laughs> the Rosin Mocha Show Podcast.
1: Hey, let's talk about Croatia with Air Transact, because they are giving you, our wonderful Canadian friends, easy access to Croatia with three direct flights a week.
4: Yeah. Now, the capital, and I hope I pronounce this right, it's Zagreb, right? Or Zagreb. Uh, it's huge cosmopolitan area. It's, you're, it's a city. You would love it. Um, when we think of Croatia, I don't know if... It's so interesting. I don't know if like I get one sort of visual. I don't have a great handle on a place like Croatia. I know it exists. I know people go there. I know it's beautiful. Yeah. Um, But it's not until you start Googling pictures, until you start actually going in and taking a dive to see what Croatia is all about, where you realize that this incredibly beautiful place hasn't been on your radar. And you're like, why the hell has Croatia not been on my radar? I had
1: always assumed that it was a place that was like freezing cold all the time. Yeah. Until I went to Instagram and just hashtag Croatia and saw like, beautiful blue water and like sunny beaches and like people having a good time.
4: Yeah. Had no idea. And what a lot of people do is they make Croatia part of their grander sort of trip. And everybody that I've talked to who has done like a multi-city or a multi-country sort of trek throughout the summer, every single person has said the trip would not have been the same had they not done Croatia.
1: Wow. Transat has five packages to Croatia in addition to a la carte hotels and excursions, easy to plan trips that really... Let you, the traveler, discover your destination. Go to airtransat.com to book your Croatia trip today.
4: All right, um, let's take a phone call. Hi, right, it's Ron Zamolka. What's going on? Hey guys, how's it going? Good. How are you? Oh, you know,
8: hard it is to get through to you guys.
4: Oh yeah, it's not easy, huh?
8: You no, know, not easy at all. Uh, so I was actually calling because uh, over the weekend I saw this Snapchat about this guy that breaks a lot of world records, and one of them popped up. Because I know how much Mori loves to try and break world records. Yeah. Right? And, um, it's pretty much popping balloons as fast as you can by sitting. And, uh, I believe Maury can try and break this because it's, uh, it doesn't involve food because I know how much Mori loves that, but, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> She, it's sitting on balloons. Come on, like how hard could it be? So what Lord? was the
1: record that you saw on Snapchat?
8: So 50
4: balloons
8: in 30 seconds. Wow. 50 in 30 seconds? Wow, that
4: sounds so, like a tough record to beat.
5: I have a question. Yes. Do you line up the balloons and you sort of squat, move over, squat, move over, squat, move over? Or is it in one chair and like somehow you just keep grabbing them and putting them under your bum?
8: Yeah, um, you pretty much have one or two people around you and you just keep on setting them, and they just keep on feeding them to you as you pop them.
4: So you need an assistant for this. Yep. Got it. And it was, well, you're doing it, more. Right. right, Sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Okay. So in thirty seconds, you want this guy to sit on fifty
5: balloons? A hundred percent. It okay. seems hard because you have to be a certain weight to pop a balloon.
4: Oh, you can pop a balloon. Yeah, you believe me. You are no. that weight, Maury. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what I don't know what weight you need to be, but you're it. <laughs> Guarantee <laughs> you qualify. All right, so go oh down downstairs, God. Maury. Get a bag of balloons, and uh, no we'll come way. back up and try and break this world record. Okay.
3: <laughs> All right, wh- wh- what's your name, Beautiful. sir? Maury. Henry. Henry, oh, thank, you. thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, thank you guys. The Rosin Mocha Show Podcast.
6: <laughs>
1: no, that is not a uh, velociraptor in the right. background. <laughs> right. That's uh, Dan Mori blowing up yellow balloons with smiley faces <laughs> on them. You all right, dude? You look like you're about to pass out.
4: So somebody uh, requested, because we know Dammit Maury has tried over the years to break so many world records. And somebody asked more to try the world record for breaking the most balloons in 30 seconds by sitting on them. Yeah. And like popping them with your butt. And so that is going to be the attempt today. Morey went downstairs and grabbed uh, balloons. He's in the process of blowing them up. How many do you have right now, Moore? Uh don't worry about it.
1: 30. <laughs> so we need 50. Yeah. Actually, no, we need 51 because the record is 50 and 30 seconds. So in order to break the record, uh,
4: you, need at, you need at least
1: 51. 51. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, dude. This is going to take forever. Okay, so hopefully. Okay, here's the thing. Maury, you got to hurry up because you have three and a half minutes to get the rest of those balloons blown up. And we need 51. Okay, that was Maury's voice, not a balloon being deflated. <laughs> that was Maury's lungs deflating. <laughs> you yeah, all right? Dude, I've never seen your face that red. There's five of
4: you. Okay. Okay, so we're going to try and break the world record for most yeah. balloons popped with your butt uh, while sitting. The former world record is uh, 50 balloons in 30 seconds. Give us a couple minutes. We'll come back here and try and crush that record. <laughs>
1: Out. <laughs>
6: we have to
3: before Moore's lungs
4: collapse.
3: The Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
4: Pop 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 pop. Time to pop some balloons with that ass. (laughs) Okay, so it's world record time once again. By request, uh, we got a phone call saying, Hey, it, Maury, break the world record for popping balloons with your butt. Uh, The record, I believe, is 50 balloons in 30 seconds. Yes. Now, um, I'm going to be here. I will be the timekeeper and hopefully try and keep track. Mocha, I'm going to need you to, if you wouldn't mind, to be the feeder. I need you to feed Maury's I gotta butt. I got to
1: feed his butt with
2: balloons? Yeah, if you wouldn't oh, mind.
4: Man. If you wouldn't mind. You got them quick arms, man. You're much faster <sighs> than I am.
1: Have our role
6: here. Okay,
4: okay yes. so damn it, Maury is seated on a stool, a high, hard stool, which is, I think, <laughs> what you need for this. Which is the one on my phone more that gives me the stopwatch?
5: You got a The, the what, clock. The clock, dude. Clock. And then what? And then bottom, so, it, the says bottom says stop it says watch. Okay, I,
4: I can read. Jerks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay, so uh, again, it's 50 balloons in yeah. 30 seconds. Okay. And Mocha, you have to feed...
5: Can we have a test one just to see if my butt works? No,
4: no, no. There's no... There, the there's no... Okay. So is that your technique then, Maury? You're just going to... i swinging
5: my arms and going up and down.
4: Okay. Okay, here we go. Okay, hold on now. In three, two, one, Go. Oh.
6: oh! Okay. <laughs> my knees hurt. <laughs>
4: <laughs> okay. okay. 20, Twenty seconds. Twenty seconds. Okay. Okay. Oh, here we go. Wow. 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 Okay. Well, that's a tough oh balloon. My God. Okay. Time.
1: What, that's it. Yeah, how many, oh, hold on. Let me count.
4: How many did you do? One, two,
1: three, four, five. I think six. And there's hey, there's woo.
4: one there's one behind Maury's butt right now that's fighting for dear life. <laughs> I don't know if the you can see that. The smiley face on the balloon turned to a sad face. Should we, we add another? Can I add another thirty to the clock? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. We'll 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 do a do over. We have extra balloons. <laughs> We, we definitely have extra balloons. Okay, right. so I'm putting another 30 seconds on the clock. This, again, is the world record for most balloons pop with somebody's butt. Uh, the record is 50 balloons in 30 seconds. So here we go. Damn it, Maury. Are you ready? Yeah. Mocha, are you ready? Yeah. Three, two, one, start. Okay, Maury's technique. Oh, there we go. There's another one. There's another one. There's, there's... Wow. Woo! Okay. Oh, wow. Maury, you look like you're riding a bull right now, man. Like, come on!
6: (laughs) Come on! Okay,
4: Maury just fell on the floor. Okay, that's good because that was 40 seconds. (laughs) Holy (laughs) hell! Uh, uh, uh. So the total count was around what? Not 50, right? Can we just say something? <laughs> yeah, four. Four. We'll just say four. <laughs> uh, well, there you go. Uh, we did not get the world record for most balloons popped uh, with your butt, but uh, how are you feeling, more?
5: Oh, I'm out of breath, and this one balloon looks like a sad face. <laughs>
3: Ros and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me?
5: Okay, so my question
9: is... My question is... Got a problem you can't
1: fix? Ros and Mocha got you. Yo, Amber, what's going on? It's Ros and Mocha. Hi, how are you guys? Good, good, good. Thank you for uh, sharing your story with us and taking the time to chat. And, and hopefully we can come up with a solution together.
4: Okay, Amber. I mean, I
1: hope so,
9: yes.
4: Yeah. Okay, so you wrote us this. Roz and Mocha, please fix my life. <laughs> i was been single for two years. When my ex and I broke up, I spent months chasing after him, ignoring really great men who came into my life because I was still so hung up on him, even though he started dating the girl he cheated on me with.
8: Damn. Then yeah. four
4: months ago, I met this awesome guy who was just so great and things have been going so well. Plot twist. I just got offered a job in London, UK. Yay! So I'm struggling yeah. with what the heck to do. I know I need to tell him because that's the right thing to do, but I'm freaking out that he won't want to continue this. Plot twist two! Uh My ex hit me up once he found out the news and now wants back into my life. Please help.
1: Mm -hmm. Y'all, Amber, okay. With plot twist number two with your ex wanting back in your life, yo, F that guy. Get him out of here.
9: Okay, right? Like, that's what I'm saying. Have
1: you been replying to his text? Be honest. Okay, yes, I have. Okay, why are you replying to his text for?
9: Because, okay, so at first he started the conversation with, you know, congratulations, I heard the news, because we have mutual friends, so I heard the news, blah, blah, blah. Like, okay, thanks, and then it turned into how you've been, whatever. So it's not like a consistent, everyday thing, but he's offered to, like, let's go for coffee and catch up, and I've just been, like, Putting it off okay,
1: thing, here's know? the thing though. Did he break up with that other girl that he was no, cheating on you with? No,
9: they're together. Aha! No, they're still together. And how are things, yeah. I guess
1: you don't know, like how things are between them. No,
9: I don't know. Like, I don't ask our mutual friends because, like, I don't care. Like, yeah. whatever. They can go and do their own you thing. Don't need him, you
1: don't need him in your life. He's trying to see if there's a chance of getting back with you because maybe this girl that he's cheated on you with isn't who yeah. he thought she was like she it's not he would
9: have turned out to be yeah, right it's not the relationship he
1: wanted he really wants the relationship he had with you which was fantastic mm. and great and he th- just thought that the yeah. grass would be greener on the other side went you know experimented with that and now wants back in your life no it doesn't work that way so exactly plot twist number two forget about your ex
9: okay good i love that r- affirmation because i was really struggling and it just needed like an outside perspective you know yeah. to tell me like negative. Okay,
1: now, let's talk about this UK situation and the guy you've been dating for four months.
9: Okay, so I met him around like Christmas time. He is such an awesome guy. So now I'm like, oh my god, like what what do I do?
4: This new guy, does he tell you that he loves you? No. No, okay, so you got two two men in your life that don't love you that you are allowing to control your decision making. (sighs) Okay,
9: well, when you see it like that, then yeah, you're right,
4: like, right. You gotta do, <laughs> yeah. you gotta do you for a little while like that. You gotta like, well, I don't know what you're so stressed over. Also, the ex, <laughs> you know what, Moko's right. Screw that guy, and mm-hmm. he knows you're leaving, so mm-hmm. he knows whatever happens, he's off the hook for everything. So whether he wants to get with you one more time right. or whether he wants to alleviate his own guilt from cheating on yeah. you, he knows you're gone. Right
9: so true. Right? That's all. Yeah.
4: Why yes. are you letting two men that don't love you ruin your life and run your stuff? I don't know.
9: Because I'm always, I'm the type, like, I'm always thinking of, like, other people, you know? Like, oh, how is he going to feel like he probably, like... You're worried me, like, about how the guy you know? who cheated on you feels? I know. Uh, I know. That's, I don't know. But... No, what you said makes sense Girl,
1: (laughs) do you Do what's best for you And do what's best for your life
9: Yes, okay,
1: I agree with that
4: You're gonna go off to London, you're gonna find a Mr. Darcy Yeah,
9: I know I hope so too, and like, I just Yeah, I just, I have to stop letting Me caring about everybody else, I think
1: Just like ruin my decisions. Yeah.
9: For now. Like like, my heart tells me if I don't go, like I'll regret it. So then
1: do exactly that. If that is what is inside of you right now that's telling you and pushing you to take this job in the UK, then you need Hmm. to do that for yourself. And don't worry about these other dudes. All right.
9: I agree. Thank you so much, guys. Of course, really you're gonna do this that outside perspective. Yes, And you're I gonna have you're gonna to. kill
1: it in the UK. Yes. And you are gonna have, have to. fun, and you're gonna live your life. I know. You're gonna come back home, and you're gonna have stories to tell, and you're gonna have life experience, <laughs> and you are just gonna be amazing.
9: And I'm gonna tell you guys how much of a great decision it was when of I came back. Of course you are. Of
4: course you are. <laughs> but realistically, we know it's gonna happen. You're gonna go to London, and you're gonna do all this stuff all over. Game with two other dudes. No! Didn't <laughs>
6: say that to me!
4: Uh, yeah, don't be wow. calling us long distance, girl. <laughs> <laughs>
9: okay, I won't.
3: Oh, uh, we love you. Uh,
9: take care, Amber. Okay, thanks, guys.
3: Bye. Roz and mochas fix my life only on KISS.
1: You can Happy. legally get weed at uh, actual stores today. Yeah. A couple of them
4: opening up around the GTA. Mm-hmm. So that's guanin'. I'm always skeptical though of when anybody does anything big on April Fool's Day. I'm like, is it really going to open? Or are you going to walk in and it's just going to be like full of balloons and stuff? You know, like the, like the honey pot on Queen.
1: Yeah, where you walk in and it's legit just full of all honey pots. Yeah, so all these people that have been waiting outside <laughs> all morning. Yeah, like, oh man, right. I really wanted that sour diesel though. I
4: don't. I don't think it's fun to play jokes on stoners though. It's easy. Yeah, no, it is. It is. It's too easy. I think that's the problem.
5: Yeah. McDonald's Canada just put out their April Fool's. What was um, theirs? The single McNugget. (laughs) <laughs> like it's finally, you've been asking for like it. A it's a single finally serving here. McNugget. But it comes in a box where it just has the number one McNugget. And it's like you order the
4: single McNugget. Because sometimes all you want is just one? Yeah, that's the, actually
5: what they said. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> I know. The campaign writes itself, really.
4: No, true. God, I wonder if that would be. Because I know. So McDonald's, no, I in, McDonald's in Australia did the um, McPickle burger. McDonald's in Canada, is that where that was? That that's did the, the single McNugget. And WestJet
5: did the, the fly. Festival instead of the Fire
4: Festival. Oh, God. And uh, McDonald's in the UK. Um, were advertising that they were serving milkshakes but only in the same size packet containers as like dipping sauce for McNuggets. So it's like one sip. It was like one sip milkshakes. Because <laughs> again, all you need is just a little taste. You just want that little, want that little taste. <laughs> okay. Out of all of them, I think yeah. that one's my favorite. So, out of all the McDonald's ones, that it, one's my favorite. Yeah, I think that that one is the most plausible but I think they were actually selling it as a dipping. Like as, as a, you wouldn't just drink it as a milkshake, like pop a pop a straw into the top of it, like a, oh, like to dip like your fries or something. Yeah. Do you guys? Are, I was just about to say sip sack. Do you guys remember sip sacks? Or no. Was that just me growing up in Montreal? You what guys the never hell had you guys you guys, you guys you guys never had sip sacks. No, nope. But I want to hear all about it. You don't know what a, you never heard of sip sack. No, okay. So a sip sack um, was a you guys are you had juice to say it like that. You guys had juice boxes in yeah. in Ontario, but in Quebec you had a sip sack, which was a bag. Okay. Of juice. A bag? It was a bag of, it was a bag of juice that was sealed on all four sides. We like have a that, milk bag? We have that now. Imagine, take a milk bag and yeah. cut it in half. Okay. Right? So it's like a little bladder sure. full of juice. Yeah, gross. And you would take a straw and yeah. pop it into the corner and... Just drink out of the bag. and You would just squeeze the bag, mocha. Google sip sack up the straw. Man, I, I can't know. be the only one. I don't know if I want to Google that on a work computer. right. What sip sack? Come on, not my nothing dirty. But it's is French, come so up. it's just S A C. Yeah, I don't know. And it was the and it was a weird tasting juice inside. I can't be the only one that remembers sip sacks or who's ever had a sip sack. And if anybody's listening in Montreal and they still sell sip sacks, please send us a box of them. We'll pay. But you guys had—I remember one because when I moved to Ontario, I saw a juice box for the first time, and I was like, what, "What is that?" that? That's them now, where but it's more of like a flimsy box where it's not box material; it's more of a sort of a no, loose box. This was this was the same consistency as a bag of milk. Like it was a plastic bag full of juice. How hard was it to get the straw? in? Nothing. You just you you held the oh. bottom of it, and you got some tension on the top with a little tiny air bubble in the corner, and you would jam a straw into the top of it, and then just put the straw in your mouth and squeeze this bladder <laughs> full of orange juice into into We're your actually mouth. Actually, having kind of a hard time finding like pictures. Oh come on! I swear,
5: they you. existed. Sip sack Montreal. Like, like sip. S A C K? try S A C because yeah, it's French. I don't know how you
4: like. Sack. Juice. First of all, Montreal, don't start introducing yeah. French into this, Maury. You're you the did. last person. You said Montreal. That should be trying to do a French yeah, spelling dude, on I'm anything. Like, Come on! I swear. Are you sure, man? Oh, dude! I can't be. Somebody, please help me out here. Like somebody has to help me out. I'm not crazy. I'm, I'm not okay, crazy. On. Sip sack.
5: Uh. What is a sip sack in Montreal?
4: That's a dangerous thing to do without uh, knowing what the outcome is going to be. More traditional Turkish plate? No, it's not a traditional Turkish plate. It was a, It was juice. Help me out here, somebody. Somebody had to have grown up in Montreal that lives in this city. For real. This Sips is nuts, Midtown East. The inflation? No, it's not. It. Lo- it was a bag of well, juice. Hold on, somebody you- just
1: sent us the uh, the link. Let me see. Okay. You.
4: Yes. Um, thank you. Nine two five triple five. By the way, I appreciate it all. Hold on. Yeah, I can't be. I can't be alone in this. Oh. I. I really can't.
1: What the hell is this?
4: What they send you? Something awful. Sips. What they send you? Like ISIS or something? Sips what? On. What link they send you? Copy. Oh my god, it's such a process, these computers. It is, it really is. (sighs) Listen, all I'm saying is I'm not crazy. When I was a kid in Montreal, okay?
1: No, this is like, I don't even know what this
4: is. There were things called sip sacks, and it was bags of juice. Like, it was a plastic bag sealed on all four sides of juice. Okay, somebody just cleared it up for me. Okay, and said what? They
1: just said we had Capri Sun. It was like the sip sack, but here in Toronto. I understand now. You do? Yeah, because I, re- I know what Capri Sun
4: is. What is Capri Sun then? It's like just juice in a bag. Oh. Then why'd you look at me like I was a crazy person when I said SipSack? Because I forgot Capri Sun. Hold on, wait. No, different, completely different. Oh, so that's not even it? No, completely, no, I just showed the, uh, no, 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 Com- no, no, completely different. I'm talking, okay, a milk bag. That yes. consistency of plastic. Yes. Cut the milk bag in half. That's yes. the size you get. Yes. And it's full and round. It's like a round bag of juice. Not like a bottom with a proper thing to stick a straw in. You had to like find an area and not jam your hand with a straw while trying to get it into a sip sack. Oh, yeah. How old are you? Shut
7: up.
4: <laughs> <laughs> hey, Kiss, it's Raza Mocha.
10: Roz Mocha. is crazy. We have those in Ontario. I had them in middle school. They used to come in chocolate milk. Um, chocolate milk and white milk. We'd be able to order them and they would come in into like a mini size version of the milk bag with a, and you just stick a straw in it and drink from it.
1: Yeah. Really? Well, yeah. How like, do
4: I not remember these things? I'm sitting here trying Trying to Google everything. I just Googled Montreal juice bag. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like
7: they're they're in Ontario too.
4: So really, I they were. Yeah, because like I never, yeah. I have never, I have never, never, I never saw them when I moved here. It was only, uh, it was only when I was living in Montreal. Well, according when I was a to all kid. the texts that we're getting, a nine two five
1: triple five. Like everybody except for me remembers uh what these sacks were. It,
5: would it be like uh, <laughs> yeah, sticking well, a strong in into an IV
4: bag? I what... Yeah, but only imagine an IV bag, but puffed right up, right, like a full, full like, like it's, full of like. Like a pillow, yeah, right. <laughs> yes, no. You know what it looked like? It looked like a water wing. You know the water wings yeah. that kids wear. That's sort of what it looked like, huh. like puffy and round, wow. like a bag, but only with juice. You know what? A breast implant. You ever held a breast implant? Nope. Oh, <laughs>
3: <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
2: Oh God. <laughs> Did you just
4: troll me? I was anticipating something really awesome. Not that this isn't awesome. That's what she said.
11: Joey said.
4: All right. Why are we listening to Nickelback right now? Not that we're the only people in the world listening to Nickelback right now. But why are we listening to Nickelback right now? The second blow is on to out. This is where we
1: Okay, are you gonna make a point? I
2: a to do. Hold on. Use,
4: okay.
1: I want to get to the part where he says, oh, uh, Kim's okay. the first girl I kissed. Okay. okay. Come on, get to the part where you say, Kim's the first girl I
12: kissed. I think it's right here. Let me.
1: Oh, man, I'm not going to wait to the second verse for that, for Kim. Okay, we get it. I know. Yeah, Kim's first girl you kissed. Yeah. Uh, Dan Moore talked to Chad Kroger from Nickelback last night, uh, SoCan Awards were going down at the Sheridan Centre in uh, Toronto. Yeah. It celebrates songwriting, composing, music publishing uh, for film and music. And uh, Nickelback were being honored as the most perform or Chad Kroeger uh, as the most performed songwriter
4: in SoCan history. What does that even mean? It sounds really prestigious. Like it sounds like it's an incredibly big deal. For like deal. all their massive hits. The but songs just, like photographs. But no, but what does that mean? No, How you read, remind me. Read the award to me again.
1: Kroger will be honored yeah. as the most perform or er, was honored as the most performed songwriter in Socan history but, recognizing his massive accomplishments but what does in the music most and songwriting. Mean?
4: I don't know, man. I'm just That's what I'm saying I don't understand. It's fine. <laughs> but I'm, from the website. listen, it sounds like a huge deal and I'm sure it is a huge deal. Damn it, Mori talked to Chad Kroger, who was drunk.
5: Oh, yeah? Said it. Chad drunk is the best drunk. Yeah. man he was like, "Listen, guys, I'm fully drunk. It's all good." <laughs> Chad, babe, how you doing, man?
12: How are you, brother? <laughs> good to see you. <laughs> good to see you. Heavy sedation. It's called alcohol. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying not to breathe on you too much because I'll get you drunk. Um, we've been partying. Breathe away. Yeah, we've been partying pretty hard for three days. Just having a great time. <laughs> <laughs> what would a young Chad say to Chad now with all of the success? He would say, "Nice hair." <laughs> oh. It's like I should have cut that a while ago.
5: <laughs> you know it's funny you watch so many shows late night shows every... I don't understand you're so successful I love you I've made love to your music to my wow. husband wow. but yet people still make fun of Nickelback wow. is that because you make fun of those you love why are people making fun of Nickelback all the time
12: I always thought to myself if the haters really wanted us to go away they'd just stop talking about us because yeah. they have kept us more relevant because they keep talking about it which is hilarious and like can you imagine Telling a hater, I'm like, "Thank you, you're keeping my career going. Keep talking about it, blog it, but just say, make some ridiculous thing happen, and keep my name in the press." And thank you so much to all the haters. And
5: on this, our host Roz Weston is one of your biggest fans. He's from Acton, which I guess Nickelback fans all live in Acton. But Roz Weston, huge fan, always talks about you. It's like like he has a crush or something. What would you say to Roz?
12: I would just say thank you so much, and, and I'm going to send him a, a virtual hug. Um, you know, that's just absolutely wonderful.
4: See, you know just what? Like oh, here's- here. Him's the first girl I kissed. Okay, here's my thing, so right? That in I in quite like Chad. I think he is fun. I've had some amazing times with Chad Kroger. Like, yeah. I like the guy. But to say that I'm the biggest Nickelback, it's <laughs> just not. Like, I, I like. Know. I do. Like, it's just not for me. That's fine. I admire their success. I am in awe of everything they've accomplished in the face of Uh, A world that thinks they're garbage. So why are you blushing? I love everything that they've accomplished. I have the utmost respect. But I quite like Chad, so um, it's very difficult for me to try and tell Maury... To chastise him for saying that because I actually do admire the man. Then, then why are you blushing? I'm not blushing, but I'm trying to say that I actually do admire the man, but not quite to the extent yeah. like <laughs> he sent me a virtual hug for the wrong yeah. reasons. If you had said, "Roz, he yeah. thinks you're thinks you're awesome," said to say hi, misses you. Let's yeah. grab a drink. Then and he said, "Okay, cool. I'll send a virtual, a virtual hug. hug. I'm all for it." <laughs> but but, not, him, but, but not in the context. Not in the context as how it was presented.
3: The Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
1: Dammit, Maury talked to Carly Rae Jepsen last night. Oh, yeah, I miss Carly Rae. SoCAN Awards were happening at the Sheridan Center. This is uh, a show that celebrates songwriting, composing, music publishing for film and music. And the reason why Carly Rae was there, Mm -hmm. because her song, Call Me Maybe, from 2012. Can you imagine that? Seven years that song is now? Seven years old? crazy. Um... Uh, was being celebrated last night. Was being honored. That was the, the first time most performed song in Sokan history.
4: Really? Yeah. That was the first time anybody ever asked me to participate in an office-wide viral video. Yeah. Challenge like a video challenge, and I said no. Oh, you said no. I said no. Why? Yeah, because I I knew I knew what was happening. I knew what was happening. I, I I could see that these videos were going to take a life of their own and yeah. they just they live forever. And I didn't know what was happening. I knew that I loved Carly Rae Jepsen and I knew that I loved that song, but I also knew that I did not we, want a video with me doing a conga line with my office mates. We did one it. here at KIT. I wonder what ha- ever happened to that video. No. We did one. I, I didn't. I wasn't participating in that one. You didn't want to.
1: No, nope. it was fun. Everybody nope. was I've doing. I've never it. participated like in one Justin of those. Justin Bieber was doing it. I no. think Selena Gomez did it. Not for and like me. all other celebrities, once the song started like blowing up. Oh, of course. Yeah. So Damon Mori talking to Carly Rae last night? Who just so happened to announce her new album as well.
5: Carly Rae. Hey. Wow. How has it been? It's so good to see you. I do have to say, I don't think you have put forth any effort into our friendship over the last few years. I really suck it, at that. Oh, wow. You know. Yeah. No sliding into my DMs. <laughs>
13: I will work on being a better pen pal. I am. Yeah,
5: You're not a good friend between you and I.
13: <laughs> oh, I'm sorry.
5: But I've been looking forward to this moment for so long. And earlier today you announced a new album called Dedicated. So you left that last part blank. Who it's to? Who is it to?
13: Um, I think it's to the fans in general. I think it's to the idea of dedicated love. Um, in general, this has taken me the, the, the larger part of uh, two and a half years, three years. Yeah, so it's it's been a passion project.
5: Now, you, for, you are a gay gay role model, and as a gay man myself, I'm not sure why. I love it, but I'm hoping you can tell me why you're a gay role model.
13: I feel lucky for the honor of that title, but I wouldn't be able to answer it myself. Um, I will say that when we get to play um, at any Pride Festival, it is the most fun I ever have, ever.
5: You should just say you're freaking fabulous.
13: Oh, oh, yeah. I'm too Canadian. I don't know how to say that.
5: Repeat after me. I'm freaking fabulous. I
13: can't. I can't. Fabulous,
5: darling. Fabulous. This, darling. Now, with Dedicated, when it was announced on your Twitter, who was the first person to message you saying congratulations?
13: Um, my boyfriend texted me to be like, I just pre-ordered your album. And I was like, oh, that's cute.
5: <laughs> I think. That is absolutely awesome. And, you know, being honored here at the the SoKen Awards with Call Me Maybe, do you ever, when that song still comes on now, we all love it, but what do you, when you hear that song still, what do you hear?
13: It's such, um... Uh, a song that I have performed so many times that there's like a little bit, you know, when you say the word potato over and over again, and then it loses its meaning. <laughs> we were in sound check today, and I sang it, and Josh was laughing at me. He's like, "You forgot the words of the second verse." I'm like, "How is that even possible?"
3: But I did. The Rosin Mocha Show podcast. Let me read you this story, please. Do
1: an Australian appeals court has dismissed a bullying case brought by an engineer who accused his former supervisor of repeatedly breaking wind towards
4: him. <laughs> oh, he's got one of those guys that always farts in his direction. Yeah. And that's a so so that's not that's not an HR complaint. What is that? What did he do? Took the guy to court. Took him to
1: court. The Victoria State Court of Appeal upheld a Supreme Court judge's ruling that even if the engineer's allegations were true, yeah. flatulence did not necessarily constitute bullying because his claim is that his former supervisor was bullying him by farting on him.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I want to be sensitive, man. I really I know, I know, I know. Okay, so take a guess as to how much
1: he's suing for.
4: Oh. Because
1: he's suing for it, damages. This is in, in, in Australia? Uh, Australia.
4: See, I don't know what it's like in Australia, because I know if it was in America, it would be fifty million dollars. Yeah. Um, but I don't know what it is. I don't know what the what you can get away with in Australia. What's he suing for?
1: 1.3 million. Yeah. Okay. He wow, te- that's very specific. He testified He had moved out of a communal office space to avoid his supervisor's
4: farts. Now, was the supervisor deliberately, like, farting in his way, or was he just farting? According to this claim by this former employee,
1: his supervisor was farting, (laughs) like, towards him. Like, throwing farts
4: at him. At him, specifically. Right. And not like
1: he had, like, a problem.
4: Yeah, where he was just farting all okay. the time. So he was specifically S- farting at him. Like you would imagine that somebody then would have to get up out of their desk and 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 out of their cubicle to go around to specifically fart in somebody else's yes. cubicle. Like what I what I imagine happening is they all have these cubicles, and he would get up out of his cubicle, slowly walk past the other guy's cubicle, turn real quick, put his butt in the little opening of the cubicle, and just blast a fart, and then just continue on his way.
1: Yeah, but from what I know about farts is that the smell doesn't really hit after the initial uh, release. Like, you have to stand there for like maybe three, four seconds, let it like fully hit the atmosphere and then walk away. I'm going to say, I'll say this.
4: When it comes to this type of claim... I don't know what kind of fart this guy is, right? With a a bullying claim, I don't think the smell would have anything to do with it. I think it is just the act of him throwing farts at him. I don't think that it it makes it any less of a bullying job or any more of a crime if the fart smelled or didn't smell. I think it's just the act that he's walking by his desk and throwing a fart his way. I guess. And now he wants $1.3 million. <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh. The Rosin Mocha Show Podcast.
4: People on uh, social were arguing because everybody's so pumped for the Avengers. Oh, yes. <laughs> right.
1: Oh, I can't wait.
4: And after finding out that Endgame is three hours, three minutes. Oh, which I cannot wait. Hold which is, on. Wait, from what wait. I believe, 33 minutes longer than the second longest movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh, dude, I'm so hype. So somebody brought up the debate as to whether Ant-Man could kill Thanos by flying up his butt.
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> and then... And what? What's that? Flying up his butt and doing what? And like, then getting big. And basically oh yeah, just taking him out. taking Just exploding him, out. him, right? Yeah, like taking him out from the inside. Because I know that... Yeah. I've heard people have conversations about what if Ant-Man just flew into his ear and then got big and just exploded his head. Yeah. But people were getting very specific with, well, why doesn't he just try and fly up his butt? Because Thanos maybe isn't protecting his butt as much as he's protecting his ear because he sometimes wears a helmet.
1: We don't know what kind of armor. I mean, we know the armor that, like, we can see his armor. Yes. But we don't know underneath that armor what else is Guan in. Right.
4: And to truly protect the butt, he would have to, there would have to be some sort of plug mechanism to prevent Ant-Man from going in his butt. Otherwise, then you're just left with the nose because Thanos, I'm Like sure the butt it would stone. Be, Yeah. You would need the butt stone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? He's already got all the stones for the Infinity yeah. Gauntlet, yeah. so he's going to need like an additional... I'm sure there's something, but somebody... I guess it was a couple of years ago. It was last summer. Um, somebody asked Paul Rudd about this. No, they whether, didn't. Yeah, whether if Ant-Man <laughs> flew up Thanos' butt, if, if he could kill him.
8: Marvel saw the post about how Ant-Man could defeat Thanos by crawling into his ass and <laughs> instantly growing in size, and that's why they didn't put him in the movie. Send tweet. Um, (laughs) Any thoughts? I mean, do you think, I mean, you're a credited screenwriter on this. Is that why Ant Man was not in Infinity War? Is that why you were in this? Any thoughts? Right, and then grow real big. Uh, It would work, wouldn't it? I don't know. I don't know. I think he he can grow 65 feet. It's true, (laughs) but I almost think it's a question for Thanos. Right? Josh Brolin? Yeah. Uh or the character because because uh <laughs> if there's one thing we learned from uh Infinity War is mm-hmm. that Thanos can he could take a lot of punishment. Right. Yeah. And uh and so you know <laughs> Yeah. Now I'm now I'm now my mind is racing. No the pr- with a probability gauntlet and a Right? I mean yeah. you gotta wonder like you do.
4: <laughs> can I tell you? Is that uh. It really sounds like Paul Rudd is trying to not say something in that. Like he doesn't sound flustered as if he has no answer and finds the whole thing ridiculous. It he sounds, sounds like flustered he, because he knows something. Because he knows something. Like, I, like you have to imagine that Tony Stark or somebody else in this movie is going to suggest that Ant Man fly up Thanos' butt and then grow sixty-five feet. Somebody will suggest that because why wouldn't you? Of course you would. I think out of all the characters, it would be Tony Stark that yeah. would bring that up. Because it's just such a dumb thing to say. But he's Paul Rudd in that clip did not sound like he had no idea what he was talking about. It sounded like he was hiding something. Could Ant-Man go up Thanos' butt and then grow to 65 feet? Bro, if that's how Endgame
3: actually ends, <laughs> I'm so pissed. The Rosin and Mocha Show Podcast.
4: Hey, I watched the greatest documentary, maybe the greatest documentary I've ever seen in my life. Oh! On Netflix? Yeah. The Flat Earth one? No. Oh. It's called Cocaine Island.
1: Cocaine Island?
4: Yeah. When did that come out? I don't know, the other day or something. It is, like, I'm a huge fan of documentaries. and Especially those drug ones. Yeah, and I like documentaries, you know, where you learn something about uh, people or a situation or a part of the world that you maybe didn't even know existed. But I... Really love documentaries for just introducing you to people who are so fascinatingly odd Mm -hmm. and the stories they tell are almost too good to be true. Okay. And this is one of those documentaries where it's basically, it's like small town Florida. Yeah. Yeah. And within this small town, as a lot of small towns do, there's like folklore of like the town stories kind of thing. Sure. And they had this old guy in this town who for years, 20 whatever odd years, told this story about this one time that he was in Puerto Rico on a tiny little island where a giant bag of cocaine washed up on shore. Okay. And he didn't know what to do with it, so he buried it. On this tiny little island just off Puerto Rico, yeah, and then he went back to the states and just lived a life. And he had just been telling this story forever, and it was just what the the, the town did. They just told this story. This crazy no, old guy, but what, had this nobody story. knew if it was like, nah, nobody really knew. No, okay, until nobody two, cared. until two guys in this town decided to go dig it up and look for it. Oh yeah, right. And so so it's a story of and one of the guys is like he's a contractor like he owns a construction company like not a drug guy sure but just saw an opportunity and then the guy that he's with is a character so like Bizarre that you think that he's fictional. Like you think you're being hustled when you're watching this documentary because this one guy's so weird. Yeah, and it's the story of these two guys going to look for this cocaine on this island, which is worth two million dollars. But, but what to, to b- do? What like bring it back home? Who and knows? Like, right? Sell it? Yeah, you got to like figure out. Not, a, yeah, if they're not in the drug game, how do they know? Thank you what to do with all that code. Thank you. So what makes this documentary, and if you're if you're into documentaries, it makes this documentary awesome, is that oftentimes in documentaries, they have the subject of the documentary just narrating the story. Yeah. And then they will either go to archival footage, or they'll do whatever, or they'll do reenactments. But the great way that they did this documentary was, they did the reenactments, but they did it with the real guys who were telling the story. So yeah. they took them to all these places, and then filmed them doing all the things that you, they Said that they were doing. Like Cocaine Island? Like and Cocaine Island oh, and everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so it's really bizarre, like the way that this yeah. whole thing is put together. But if this isn't one of the most fascinating stories, and I thought, I'm like, I'm like, I, th- I thought I was being punked. I thought it was maybe like an oh April God. Fool's Day thing. I didn't know what was going on because it was just too crazy yeah. of a story to be real. And then they just start showing news footage of everything that that went down really? when people started covering this story in Florida. Like it is so crazy, but it may be the best documentary that I've ever seen. It's so Hold out on. there. Um, it's so wild. And I know what you're saying, which is like you may not be into those sort of drug documentaries because Netflix is really oh chock-a-block I- full of those drugs. I love all those documentaries. But I will say this. This is not like those. Oh, okay. Right? You don't have to be into seeing drug dudes and drug documentaries and I know you may skip by this documentary because of that, but this is not that. Is it called The Legend of Cocaine Island? Yeah. Okay. I'm adding this to my list yeah, right I'm now. I'm telling you right. Like, take my advice on this and there, watch added. Cocaine Island tonight on netflix and report back because it is so crazy and so enjoyable but again you don't have to be into all those uh drug documentaries like there's no killing in it there's none of that stuff in it Bro, right there's like
1: a lot of drug documentaries Dude, i'm telling i know now that i'm just scrolling there's a lot
4: Dude, i know that's why catherine won't even go onto my netflix <laughs> profile <laughs> She's like, your profile's ruined. <laughs>
1: yeah. It's all murder and drugs. You almost have to hit,
3: hit like a hard reset. I, sh- I know. <laughs> the Rosin Mocha Show Podcast. Did
4: you uh, hear Chris Rock at the NAACP Image Awards on the weekend? Take shots at Jussie Smollett? <gasps> no. <laughs> really? Yeah. It's Oh, funny. no. It's funny. Really? Well, because Chris Rock is hysterical, right? Oh, for sure. And so the story was that when after uh, Jesse was, the charges were dropped, he jumped on a plane to LA. And a lot of people had said that he may show up at the NAACP Image Awards. And Anthony Anderson, who's hosting the show, said that he wished that he... Were to show up because he was Jesse was nominated. He didn't yeah. win, but he was nominated. And then I think that that was the plan until Chicago slapped Jesse Smollett with a hundred thirty um, thousand ta- uh, dollar bill to pay for the overtime for the investigation. And that yeah. sort of when everything just went downhill. So he didn't actually show up, but um, Chris Rock was there. And this is what Chris Rock said when he came. I
2: guess I got to present an award. They said no. Jussie Smollett jokes. Oh, no. Yeah, I know. I know. What a waste of light skin, you know? You know what I could do with that light skin? That curly hair, my career would be out of here. I'm running Hollywood. Yes, no, 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 just... Did. <laughs>
3: the hell was he thinking? Oh, my God. From now on, I ain't never going to know Just you Jesse from now on. You don't even get the
8: you no more. <laughs> oh, my God. This is so funny. That you was respect. You ain't getting no respect from me.
3: <laughs> uh. Good for you, Chris Rock. I love it. The Rosin and Mocha Show Podcast.
4: I have one of those friend moments happening right now. Okay. You, know, you know when you ask a friend, hey, if I ever had this, would you ever tell me? And then they're like, yeah, yeah. cool, no problem, uh. right? And I wanted to to do a smile for me for one second, Mocha. You have like the biggest, th- don't, don't, pull it out. You have the biggest <laughs> thing in your teeth right now. Do I? Yeah, like look at that camera right there. Show your camera right there. Yeah. It is, no, hold that, hold that shot. Yeah. Okay, go.
5: What? Do what? What is it? Like it looks like, can you see that, Maury? It kind of looks like, oh, yeah, now that you turned it? this way.
4: What is it? It's I don't know what spinach. it is. It's spinach. No, it's darker. No, like, is it, it, where, is it like here? here? No, other one. Don't touch here? it. Other one.
5: This one? Yeah. Oh, leave, like, it. leave
4: it, leave it. It looks no. like, like, it's so big, it looks like you have, like, a tooth cap.
1: Oh, yeah? Yeah.
4: Like, you- Well, I was eating
1: yogurt with, like, berries and, uh, what else did I have this morning with it? I don't like, know. Like, chia seeds or something? I don't know. So, wait, no, is it is looks like
4: carpet. It's so big. I think it's blueberry skin. What is that? Hold on. You find it?
1: Oh yeah, maybe it's blueberry skin, you're right. Okay.? Yeah, okay.
4: yeah blueberry skin. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for being a so, bro. So that's that's the next question. When you find something in your teeth, yeah. and you pull it out. Yeah, right? Do you then re, do you eat it? Yeah, why not? Because yeah. you just did?
5: Yeah, I rarely do. What do you do? Like flick it on the floor? No, but it depends on when you find it. If you find it in the morning, it's been sort of, I guess, percolating all night, so you just wipe it on your pants. But if it's fresh, then you wipe eat it. Wipe
4: it on your pants! Like, if and I have an
5: almond or if I have some sort of residue from dinner the night before, I'm not going to re-eat. Did you brush your teeth before you go to bed? Sometimes I don't. Uh-huh. Like, if you're too tired and you just stumble to bed? No, I eat it. I don't oh, care. The, day, the next day? Sure, why not? It's not going to kill you. No, but it's been sort of breathing. Somewhat. Oh, that's nasty. Breathing, like <laughs> breath, is going in and out, in and out, and it sort of creates the. <laughs> that's sort how of, breathing works. <laughs> no,
1: <but laughs> you
6: inhale and then you
4: exhale. Uh, 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 <laughs> anyway, I thought I would be a bro and I and, appreciate and that. help you out, but that, thank you. But man, that was some large <laughs> stuff. Let me ask you
5: this, if you then find it, are you? Do you think who was it that didn't tell you? And are you then mad at that person all day that didn't tell you? No, no, uh,
4: no. no. He ate it five minutes before we got in the room today. Yeah. He was alone. That's fine. Right. Um, but yes, I'm happy to help you out with that and Thank uh, you. and and be and be a bro. Well, clean. But bro, that was like it looked like that was well, enough food. Now Ros is gonna <laughs> spend the whole day being a hero. <laughs> <laughs> Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life What advice can you guys give me?
1: Okay, so my question is My question is Got a
3: problem you can't fix? Raz and Mocha got you
1: Welcome to Raz and Mocha's Fix My Life Hello, Ashley Hey, how's it going? Good, how are you today? Good
4: Alright, let's try to get through this together Uh, Here's what you wrote to us, Ashley My friend is having an issue with this girl It's his ex now, but she's still trying to string him along. You go on to say that she didn't want him and she never wanted things to get serious. But when they were both in, but they were both on the same page, but they would be together. And then she would talk about getting married and having kids. Your friend assumed that she wanted more. And as a result, he thought that he should be, he should care more about the relationship. And how it evolved and then got more serious, well, he thought, and now he's confused and upset, and then should this be the end? So you're saying that you have a friend, so you're coming to us for advice for your friend? Correct. And your friend has a girl that's not into him.
10: Yeah, like, she is into him, and then she would talk about having kids and getting married, so he assumed this was getting serious. So he started to care more, start showing more affection, And then next thing you know, she was like, this is too much for me. Like, I can't do this and broke up with him.
1: Now, when she said that she wanted to get married and have kids. Yeah. Like, in general or with him specifically?
10: Like, with him specifically.
4: How old are they?
10: They're 27. And
1: And what? Like, he started, like, putting more into the relationship. She got freaked out and bounced. Yeah. And what's happening now? She's still in his life and wants to be in a relationship?
10: Kind of. Yeah, because like they work together, right? So they see each other on a regular basis. Oh yeah. boy. Um yeah. so then he would see her and so he decided, okay, well, you don't want this. You obviously got scared when I showed you more feelings, so maybe I should be cold towards you. And he when he did that, she got upset and she cried about it. And yeah. she's like and she told his mutual friend so sos being like this towards me like what
4: the hell. Uh, well that's that's, re- that's reason number 1 that you uh, that's hard to do is messing around with somebody and getting into a relationship with somebody that you work directly with on a daily basis. It just changes so much of your life. Yeah. And not not that people have not had successful relationships that started in an office. That's sure. totally fine, but when you when you have to see somebody and you're dealing with somebody uh, that much, uh, that's one how relationships happen. But two, it's it's really difficult to to maintain your level of interest and professionalism in your job when you're also dealing with somebody who's putting you through hell in a relationship. Yeah. It's just it's just not easy. There's no easy way to navigate through that. Um, it sounds like this is a classic story of just somebody who doesn't know what the hell they want mm-hmm. and and yeah. un- un- understands fully that they can manipulate using emotion. Mm-hmm and Mm -hmm. understands fully that this guy is at their beck and call, so it doesn't matter what they say or how they feel.
10: Yeah. I originally started as, like, they were just kind of messing around. If this goes anywhere, it goes anywhere. But And then he thought it was going somewhere, but then she, like, backed out real quick.
1: Ashley, when the two of them split up, did the girl hook up with any other dude that you know of?
10: Not that I know of, but I know she has a good friend that, she would say things like, oh, he's going to buy me this. He's going to buy me that. You okay. don't need to get me this. All right, um, cool. But okay. she was, I don't
6: know
1: if she was messing around. Yeah. Okay. So- I just else, wanted but- to know. The only reason why I asked that is because I wanted to know if she maybe hooked up with somebody else, realized that that wasn't going to go anywhere and turn right back around to get back with your friend thinking that mm-hmm. well, he's like, he's my safety, you know? Okay. Yeah.
9: Yeah. Yeah.
4: Okay. Th- this is what you need to tell your friend to, to uh, forget about this girl. Okay. Because you just, you, just, you, you just said something that is people have normalized. And the first time it happened to me, I was like, screw you. But so many people get competitive over it. And that is if you are, and I'm going to use this with a guy in a relationship with a girl. Okay. But it can, mm-hmm. it can work for any relationship. If you're a guy and you're in a relationship with a girl And she says something, she wants something, Uh, she wants to go somewhere, she needs something done, whatever it is. And so she goes to her quote boyfriend and asks for that thing or asks to go to that place or whatever it is. And if the answer is no, for whatever reason, if they turn around and say, don't worry, I have another guy that'll do that for me, Mm -hmm. get them out of your life. Yeah. That is like ne- that is like next level manipulation and just crappiness. Like you're you're a bad yeah. you're a bad person when you start doing stuff like that. And to me, she just sounds like she's not a great person. Yeah. Yo, do you have feelings for this friend of yours, this guy? What me? Yeah.
10: No. Okay this there's just no way. I have my own boyfriend and my own problems.
1: Okay. <laughs> All right, <laughs> part two, FML. What's going on in your life, Ashley? I'm just oh kidding. My I'm God. kidding. I'm kidding. I hope we help provide you with some answers.
10: You did, and yeah. I hope he listens to this so he knows what's up, you know? He All needs right, to right. hear a personal house to Yeah. Us.
1: Thank you, Ashley.
10: All right, thanks, guys. I see love you, you guys. Love you. Too, Talk bye. to you bye. next
1: week about your own relationship. <laughs>
10: <laughs> okay, I'll keep you posted.
3: All right. See okay, bye. Lies and Mocha's Fix My Life, only on KISS.
4: I watched Highwaymen last night on Netflix. Highwaymen? Yeah. What's all that? Bonnie and Clyde. <gasps> like the real Bonnie and Clyde? Yeah, with uh, Woody Harrelson and Kevin Costner. Wait, hold on, what? So they actually it's a, made
1: a show or no, a it's movie? It's a movie,
4: yeah. So Woody Harrelson and Kevin Costner Which play... Plays Bonnie? No, 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 no. Uh, they play two cops that are trying to hunt down Bonnie and Clyde. Oh. Bonnie and Clyde is like 1930s gangsters and whatever. They were like the sort of first famous duo where the public kind of embraced their gangsterism and yeah. supported them like they'd roll into town and, and boyfriend girlfriend or husband and wife boyfriend I think boyfriend girlfriend oh okay uh, where they'd roll into town and like teenagers would run up to their car and scream like they were Elvis or something yeah and then the the cops were on their tail but they were brutal and it's like Rob Banks and stuff yeah well, and yeah, yeah kill cops and Rob Banks that's what they that's what they used to do and uh it was great i love Woody Harrelson and i yeah. love Kevin Costner but Movies now are, and I don't want to sound like the old guy here.
1: Uh-oh, okay? here we go.
4: You usually do. Okay, but 2.12 is too long for a movie. 2.12? Two
1: but hours, two hours 12 and 12 minutes? minutes? No, so it's, it's not. too long
4: for a movie. Yeah, it's but too long. Are you crazy? For, for you a Netflix
1: watch, movie. Okay, hold on. I, know, I, know. I understand I, if you're saying it, no. a movie more than two hours no, is no. long in a movie theater.
4: No, but for at Netflix, home
1: Where you can, you have the, 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 the freedom no. to... Pause or like rewind no. if you miss a spot. Or
4: two twelve is too long for a Netflix. How's that any different than binge watching an eight-hour show? Because the d- the difference is this: Let's say that you live in a world where my night settles. Yeah. Right. From working the two jobs, going home, dinner, kid time, everything else. My life settles at nine. Right. Okay. Nine o'clock is when my life is when I get my life. Okay. Right. Like where I can sit and just do nothing. Nine.
1: Damn. I was in bed at 10 to 9 okay. last
4: night. 2-12 takes me to... 11-12. 11-12. Yeah. Which is too late. I can do 11. Then watch half last night and then watch the other half tonight. Th- I don't want to watch a movie like that. What's the point? Two hours max for a movie. Somebody. You're complaining about 12 minutes? Yeah. Because you know what happened last night? Tell me. Fell asleep at 11, missed the last 12 minutes of the movie. Woke up, Bonnie and Clyde were dead. Okay, but... Spoiler alert. Yeah. Um... But you can, like, go back tonight. But I'm not going to go and watch 12 minutes of a movie that I... Why not? Who does that? What kind of animal goes, like, stops a movie with 12 minutes left in it?
1: No, but you didn't stop it on your own. You stopped it because you fell asleep. Right, because it's too
5: long. Man, Two 2- twelve is too long for a Netflix movie. No, it's not. Yes, it you're, is. You're actually complaining only maybe about six minutes because don't forget the credits. You're not going to
4: maybe watch the credits. No, That's no. no. Time. Listen, I woke up at twelve minutes after eleven. Bonnie and Clyde were dead, and I I feel like I wasted two hours. Oh, so instead of having my sweet freedom of a life from nine till eleven, yeah. I feel like I wasted nine till eleven.
5: have the promise. You lie
4: down. You're going to just sit up when you're watching a Dude, movie. I, my head will hit the coffee table. I will fall asleep <laughs> sitting up. Lying down. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's like at eleven o'clock, it's as if somebody shot me with an arrow, Bonnie and Clyde from somewhere. <laughs> like a dart from a blowgun. I just die at eleven.
3: The Rosin Mocha Show podcast.
4: So I thought this was a goof yesterday. I thought it was April Fool's when the story came out that they were gonna change the license plate slogan. On Ontario Plates from Yours to Discover to Open for Business. Oh, that's so dumb. I did I didn't even I didn't even click the story. Because you were like,
1: this is so stupid. It's gotta be an April Fool's Day. I job. thought
4: that this was a really poor attempt from Doug Ford at some sort of April Fool's Day goof. Yeah, he should have waited to make that announcement today. And so it's undecided. Yeah, so they are changing the slogan on license plates. That we know for sure. But why are uh, they? I don't know. I don't know. Is there a need? Like, has there been... uh, I don't know. Vanity. Public uproar? This is the ultimate vanity plate. So, you know when you see somebody that has something fairly obnoxious written on their license plate, right? You sort of roll their eyes and you start judging the person. What Doug Ford is deciding to do is the ultimate vanity license plate. He wants his idea on everybody's license plate, (laughs) not just his own. No. Right, like he can have Super Doug or whatever the hell he has on his car. I don't know what he has. Super right? Doug. Doug. Doug rules with two Z's. Right? I don't know what he has. I'm assuming it's something like that. Right? Doug, Doug yeah. for life. Yeah, Doug. It's like the yeah, number four. Yeah, yeah, E. Yeah, with like all E's at the end of it. Right? I'm sure he has something like that. He has to. It's 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 the the narcissistic way to do things and this, so this is the ultimate play for the ultimate vanity license plate which he wants his ideas now on not just on his plate so but on everybody's plate stupid I, I still remember when it was keep it beautiful do you remember those no am i crazy about that that's what it used to say right keep yeah. it beautiful yeah cuz it's been yours to discover since i think like the 80s or something like that but as i, long remember, as I can remember but i remember seeing plates that was ontario keep it beautiful which oh. i thought was quite preachy at the time huh. Um, But anyway, now it's open for business? Well, they don't know. It hasn't officially been announced that it's going to be open for business. Now they want it to, Doug Ford wants it to read open for business. That's how the story goes. Whether that's where they land, I don't know. But either way, the ultimate vanity plate, courtesy of Doug Ford, is coming to all of our cars once you get a new license plate. No. No, I'm not down with that. What did you do, damn it, Maura? You talked to the people? I wanted to know if it was up to you, since we don't like Open for Business, what should it be? Right, okay. Well, we got to change it, so what's it going to be?
5: All other provinces should suck it. Yeah, well, we are the best province. All right, what are you changing it to? Ontario. Smoke it if you got it. (laughs) Okay, it's up to you. What are we changing it to? Built on lies. Oh, relevant, right? Wow. Zing. Okay, so you have the deciding vote, or what are we changing it to? Streetcar free or die. Wow. We have to change the plates. <laughs> what are we going to say instead of open for business? It's
7: got to be MAGA. Make Ontario great again.
5: Wow.
8: I would go with nice hair, though, just because of Trudeau. <laughs> Everyone just about his hair. He's a good-looking True. guy. I think that would work. Yeah, what sure. is your suggestion? Uh, bring a jacket. That's
4: just what Kawhi said, right? So at least this way, uh, it really shows that we want him here.
3: Here okay, we
0: go. go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
4: Acta Tropica is a... It- the Journal on Infectious Diseases that covers public health sciences and biomedical research. And they recently did a study talking about mosquitoes. Okay. And if there are things that you can do which we all look for these answers when it's summer and you're out, what can you do to make the mosquitoes not want to bite you? This is bug spray, right? There's bug spray. Citronella candles. There's citronella candles. There's a lot of things, but maybe you don't want to put chemicals on your body. Definitely not. Maybe you don't want to light a candle that is also full of chemicals and doesn't smell and sometimes works, sometimes doesn't work. I've tried some of the the natural um, spray and lotions. Yeah. Ah, They don't work. At least I haven't found one that worked. What they're suggesting is playing Skrillex's Scary (laughs) Monsters, and Nice Spirits, or Nice Sprites. Hold on, what? Hold on, Skrillex is in the DJ producer? Skrillex. Let me read this to you. Mosquitoes don't like Skrillex music? Yes. Let me read this to you. So if they say that you play that on full blast at your next party, or I guess when you're outside doing whatever, this, according to Acta Tropica, finds that The track's extreme high and low frequencies disrupts mosquitoes' desires to feed and mate. In fact, researchers found that female mosquitoes, these are the ones that bite you, were entertained by Skrillex. And the occurrence of blood feeding activity was lower when the music was being played. Because they're too busy dancing. Noting that the female mosquitoes attacked humans later and far less often than the control group of mosquitoes in the Skrillex-free environment. So they're saying Skrillex is the key to not getting bit by mosquito while you're outside in the summer. But this particular song. This particular song.
1: Uh-oh, the live part's coming. Right? Yes. pretty nice it's alright but like all summer <laughs>
4: this one song yeah no all summer No,
1: all if, summer wait but what if I like, I enjoy hiking and walking through the woods and stuff. Bluetooth speaker. Like, uh, oh,
4: jeez. Oh, yeah, it's this, this part, I'm sure. All summer? Yeah, all summer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's aggressive. That part's aggressive. Oh. oh, come on. Come on. All summer. I, I don't know. Listen, for, you want to deal with mosquitoes? No, you <laughs> that's don't. It's 12 weeks, bro. <laughs> Every single day?
1: For 12 weeks? You
4: crazy? Here we go,
0: go. The Raz and Mocha Show Podcast.
1: Uh, We know real estate right across this country is ridiculous. Rent is just atrocious. And something you're going to read about today as making the news is happening in Toronto where somebody is renting out their office for almost $1,700 a month. What do you mean their office? Their actual office in downtown Toronto, the place that they work at between the hours of 11.30 a.m. and mm-hmm. 5.30 p.m., okay. they're renting out this office. It's fully furnished, as an office would be, with a desk and a computer and filing cabinets and a little meeting table with, I believe, like four or five chairs around it. It's a decent-sized office. Also included in the office, you have access to uh, that building's facilities. So the pool, oh, the gym facility. Okay. The office comes with a kitchenette. So, um, okay. you can still like cook your meals. But part of the deal with this $1700 a month office that you could rent out is that the quote-unquote landlord stipulates that between the hours of 11:30 a.m. and 5 p.m. or 5:30 p.m. when they work, they need to use that office space to work. So, you got to go. Oh, hold on here now. You're not renting this office space to use as an office space. So they're
4: letting you sleep
1: there? You're renting this office space to live in. But you gotta get out can't be anywhere near it between eleven thirty AM and five PM. What if you have the flu? Five thirty. Like what if you're sick? Go to shoppers and get you some medicine. But then where do you go? No idea. So is there a I, I bed? Guess, Are I you sleeping assume, on the couch? There's a Murphy chair. Uh, Murphy chair. A Murphy, a Murphy bed, bed.
4: Which is a bed that falls down out of the wall.
1: Yes. And the other stipulation in this rental, $1,700 to rent this office space in downtown yeah. Toronto, is that you're not allowed to move any of the furniture around. You can't move the filing cabinets. No, you can't move not. the desk with no, the computer. No, 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 no. You can't move the meeting table with all the chairs around it. You cannot move anything. Everything as is that you see in the picture, the way when you walk into the place, has to be left that way. And again, you can't be there between 11.30 and 5.30 because... (laughs) The person who owns that office
4: got work to do. Like, you can, you can cohabitate in space. Like, you can share office space with somebody else who uses it for office space. You can live with somebody who also uses that space to live in. But I don't know how it works when two people are sharing a space where one person uses it to live in and the other person only uses it to work. Like, that is, to me, that seems very bizarre. The kitchenette area, uh, storage for like plates and cups and mugs and stuff. Yeah. Also,
1: a, uh, a mini dishwasher. So you can. Still wash your dishes.
4: That's super weird, man. Very weird. But like, you got to get out by 11 and you can't go home till 5. Yeah. But maybe if you have a job, that's fine then. Like, I don't I know. Yes. But if you're sleeping in somebody else's office. Yeah. Like, the person. Like, do you really want to go from your office back to somebody the, else's office? The, in the order listing to sleep? agent
1: said that uh, they have been getting interest yeah. from students and single men. Yeah, single men will do anything, man. But all candidates uh, wish to move some of the furniture out of the unit, which you're not allowed to. Right. Did you broach showering? Yeah, there's a gym. There's a gym, yeah. Oh, there's a shower. shower. Oh, okay. Yeah, you can still still use the shower and everything. But $1,700 a month now will get you an office space to live in in downtown Toronto.
3: The Rosin Mocha Show Podcast. What is it, Maureen? Oh,
5: my God. Did you say it's burrito day?
4: It's what? Did you say it's burrito day? No, we said it's Thursday. Thursday. Yeah, it is burrito day. Hey, it's National Burrito Day. Oh, celebrate on the first Thursday in April. This day is a great excuse to not cook. Instead, pick up one of those delicious bean and rice-filled tortilla wraps oh, so that good. are said to have gotten their start in the. Uh, <laughs> and the oh the mesoamericans in 10,000 BC. Is Mesoamericans Mexico? I don't know more. Okay. What do penguins like to eat?
1: Burritos.
5: You, no. Burritos, no. cuz it's cold. Right. <laughs> when do they smother a burrito in cheese? When Hopefully always. Yeah, when they're
1: making it for you? Oh. No,
5: in the best queso scenario.
4: <laughs> what? In the best
5: queso scenario.
4: Oh, like a quesadilla. Yeah. No, queso's cheese.
5: Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought a quesadilla. All okay, right. I'm not sure if this one's racist. How many Mexicans <laughs> does it take Hold to- on, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Turn the music right. off so we can like- Yeah.
4: Yeah, because <laughs> I, I don't want anything to interrupt no. racism. So here's what we're going to
1: do. <laughs> mic. I'm going to turn our microphones down just a little, okay. little bit. Yeah. And I'm going to- Okay. microphone all the way. Okay. Up. Okay. <laughs> okay, go
5: more. How many Mexicans does it take to eat the world's largest burrito? I don't know, how many? Just one. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, that's not racist. Oh, okay, <sighs> cool. <sighs> how do you call a cat in a What do you call a cat in a blanket? One? No, a purr- <laughs> <laughs> burrito. <laughs> <laughs> okay, because cats go purr. Yeah, <laughs> why did the man climb on the roof of the Chipotle? Oh, of what? <laughs> of the Chipotle. <laughs> okay, why? Why? <laughs> because the manager said the burrito
4: is on the house. <laughs> Wow, that's racist.
5: <laughs> Turn my
4: mic back down. I don't want to be a part of this. <laughs> one more, <laughs> yeah. One. Why can't you trust a burrito? One, one, one. Oh! 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 Why can't you trust a burrito?
5: Yeah, why can't you trust one. a burrito? It's
4: National Burrito Day, everybody. That's why Maury's acting the fool. <laughs> go ahead. They tend to spill the beans. Sorry, I missed the I missed the setup. Oh, the setup is, why
0: it can't It doesn't you? matter. Here <laughs> okay, we go, go. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast.
4: I saw, what's his name's, uh, one of the, who's engaged to Sophie Turner from Game of Thrones? Joe. Which, Joe? Joe Jonas. So everybody on the Game of Thrones red carpet last night. God, I can't wait for that show. It's so crazy. Did they but,
1: actually air the first episode? I don't think. No, not yet. So I think it was like a party. Oh, it was just, whatever. Whatever it's just a red
4: carpet premiere. You don't yeah. even understand the show, though. No, I don't understand the show, but I love it. And it's been so long now since Game of Thrones has been on that... I'm going to have to actually go back and I may wind up rewatching the all of last season because I just don't, I have no clue what's going on. I was talking to a guy who just started Game of Thrones, a friend of mine, and he started watching Game of Thrones with subtitles on. What? Why? Because you can, it shows you who is saying what. Oh, interesting. So it, It helps you figure out the names of everybody because the show is so large. Yeah. That sometimes somebody will just come in a room and talk and he'll say one line. And then, like a season later, that guy is super important and everybody's talking about him, but you have no idea who they're talking about. I can't see, I can't watch anything with subtitles
1: because then you get sleepy. Well, that, but I only focus on the subtitles and
4: not. Oh, really? On the actual stuff that's happening on the screen. Oh, see, if I want to fall asleep, I'll yeah. put something on uh, Netflix and I'll put the subtitles on. Really? Yeah, so I'll just sit there and read because reading makes me fall asleep. I can't read anything. Yeah, uh, same. Reading makes you fall asleep and so I'll just sit there with the subtitles on and then next thing I you know, I'm getting a little dopey and then I'm out. But, uh, but with Game of Thrones, apparently it really helps with Game of Thrones to really? watch Game of Thrones with subtitles on because it's so detailed, mm. right? Like it's incredibly detailed and there's so many characters that you lose track. Is there not like a website that you could just sort of catch up on? Like- like I a throne'sopedia
5: knows. or something There
4: is but I don't understand like you I can read <laughs> something like no, you I can understand. understand that <laughs> I can read something they can tell me the bio of like a guy right but I don't know who that is in the yeah, show You need a visual to go along with it Yeah so I watch these recaps where they're like 10 and 12 and 15 minutes long Yeah. and it's it doesn't even scratch the surface so then like, why, why bother watching even, it again if you're still not going to get it Cuz it's my favorite show
3: <laughs> oh. Can't you tell the man is a fan the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast.
4: Wait, hey, Maury, come in here for a second. You have a vanity plate on your car.
5: Yes, I do. I did a lot of research for
4: this. You did what? A lot of research for that plate.
5: What do you mean you did a lot of research? Because it, it's an homage to one of my favorite actors, and I had to have it exactly the same way he did on his personal car.
4: Right. From... Which was
5: Maxwell Smart from the show Get Smart from the 1950s that I grew up loving. Right. Now, I'm not that old. It was something
4: I watched... As a repeat. I'm going through this story on the California DMV. And they get 20,000 requests per month for vanity plates. 20,000? And they're strict. So there was a guy that had two sons named Kyle and Sean. And he wanted to get K-Y-L-S-E-A-N. Hold on. K-Y-L-S-E-A-N. So Kyle and Sean. And he was rejected because they said that that looks like it reads kill Sean. Oh, yeah, I could see that. And he's like, yeah, but it's just my son's name is Kyle and Sean. And they're like, no, man, that fully says kill Sean. Oh, no. He's like, but it doesn't. So they're very strict. And. Any personalized license plate configuration that carries connotations offensive to good taste or decency are immediately rejected. So, guidelines also warn that you're not allowed to use the word pink, monkey, or muffin. Really? Which are all euphemisms. For, um, you know. Yeah. You're gotcha. also not allowed to use knackers, anaconda, or nards. <laughs> Any configuration with the word hate tossed in it. Yeah. You're not allowed to use pig, swine, or even oink. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> um, even if you meet it in a positive way, they will not allow you to put the word Jew on your license plate. Really? Yep. Like if you put like love Jew. Yeah. Or like number one Jew. Yeah. Not allowed. Really? Because then they yeah then you, they they got to go into a debate of like what other people are trying to say okay uh, not allowed to use the word box why not because some people take it as something else huh. unless you drive a Porsche Boxster or a Scion XB which is called the box so it's car specific so if you have a Porsche Boxster and yeah. you want to get box on your license plate that's fine what if you are a boxer no the the number sixty nine. Yeah, which I'm sure they get so many people who want the number 69 on their license plate.
1: Oh, my God. Okay, going along with that, can I take
4: a guess as what another number combination they won't allow? But I'll tell you this. You're only allowed to get 69 on your license plates if your car was made in 1969. What if you were born in 1969?
1: No. Really? Nope. Like, if you wanted to put BRN69, like... To signify that you were born no. in
4: 1969. No. 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 Are the numbers 420 allowed? Probably not, but I will say this. Somebody tried to put bay on their license plate. Like B-A-E? Yeah. And? Not allowed. Why? Because Bay means poop in Danish. Oh my God. So then you can't do roots. No.
5: Because roots is um, S-E-X in another country. You're not allowed to put
4: lit on your license plate. Oh, that's dumb. Why? Because it means intoxicated.
1: <sighs> what if I just want to say, "Yo, my ride is super lit right now."
4: No, and here it is officially not allowed to do four twenty. Not allowed. Nope. No, no four twenty. And not fair. Yeah, and. uh. But this is in the state of California. This isn't California, but I'm sure that this is like like you come can't on, have four twenty. No. And somebody tried to pass through um, O-N-W-2-B-Y-B. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Spell it again. O-N-W. Yeah. 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 O-N-W-2-B-Y-B. Okay. Yeah. Uh, one, two, on, on. Uh, I don't know. Okay, it's... (laughs) Um, On on my way to be your bee. On my way to be your bee? To be (laughs) your your girl. (laughs) It took them a long time to figure out what that meant.
6: Okay. And once they figured out what
4: that meant, it was a hard no. That is very understandable then. (laughs)
3: The
4: Rosin Mocha Show podcast. So
1: Kevin Pilar oh, traded man. boom gone. See ya. Boom goes a dynamite to his heart. Yeah, that man was upset. The yeah. thing was upset.
4: He was upset, man. It's and upsetting. I don't
1: know part of sports <laughs> and everything. I just thought it was in poor taste that the Jays then uh, went on and, and announced that they signed this multi-year contract for fifty mil. Whatever. What's, Somebody else, it's not your guy anymore. I know, gone. I know, but, but they still, always man. do it that way. They announce who's leaving and who's coming. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I just a little bit more sympathetic uh, to Kevin Pilar because he spent his entire career. And I don't in know. Toronto.
4: I have, I'm fully empathetic to this. Okay, I feel terrible for the guy, but I have always found when athletes cry, yeah. Uh, because they got traded or because they lost or whatever it is, I always find it a little bit, like not excessively, but a little bit hysterical
1: uh, This was Kevin Pilar yesterday okay.
11: You know, you spend a lot of time here um, you spend more time here than you do in your home in the off season you know, and I spend more time with people here um, than I do with my own family so that, that, that part of it's hard Kev, oh, there's so much. Um, I mean, the biggest thing is um, just thank you. You know, they they've been great to me. They've been uh, oh, man, come on, just supportive of you know a lot of things that I've gone through I mean, on the field. Um, I don't personally a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff I did off the field personally. You know, I, I a great guy. got a chance to.
1: I, I feel bad for the guy. I
11: know, well, so do my dream.
1: I know, I got called up
2: it's, as a 24-year-old it's kid.
4: Just uh, athletes, oh, athletes, it's just when athletes are talking about their dreams. <laughs> Come on. And, but there have been some legendary athlete cries, so I want to know, where do you put this? Because he didn't have a full breakdown. But um, here's Terrell Owens from 2008, I guess it was, uh, defending uh, uh, Romo. Here you go.
3: It's really unfair.
14: It's really unfair. My team.
0: Oh, it's my quarterback. <laughs> and if you guys do that, man, it's unfair. We lost as a team. We lost as a team, man. Okay, so that's <laughs> uh, a good one. Okay. G-O, come and
4: on, and the first time uh, Brett Favre retired, also in two thousand eight. I hope that every. Oh no. Penny.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I hope that every penny that they've spent on me. They know it was money well spent. Oh, poor guy. I uh it was never about the money or fame or you know, the records. And I hear people talk about uh, your accomplishments and things that
6: come on guys. <laughs> This man's hurting. I don't do this. <laughs> it hurt. it was
2: know. never my accomplishments. It was our accomplishments. Oh, the teammates that I played with and I can name
4: so many. It's heartbreaking. It was never about me. It was about everybody else. Okay, and uh, Mike Schmidt from 1989 when Mike Schmidt retired.
1: Oh, no. I think yeah. I remember this one. It's so <laughs> sad.
12: Io. With two very bad knees... And a dream to become a major league
4: baseball
2: player. <laughs> you guys, all yo, the man got two bad knees.
6: <laughs> I thank God the dream came true. Okay. You guys this, are no. so mean. No, no, no I'm just it. ranking them. I'm not laughing. I'm just, Stop. I'm just
1: ranking. Stop it, guys! Come on, the man, got two bad knees. Here
0: we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
1: It is also World Autism Awareness Day. Sure is. Talking about this a lot today. Um. I'm getting a lot of texts from families asking for us to mention. Of course we would mention. Yeah. Of course, today is uh, aimed at increasing understanding and uh, acceptance of autism spectrum disorders. Uh, CN Tower is going to light up blue in recognition of people living with the condition today. Yeah. Uh, And then I just love that Ripley's is doing this to celebrate. uh, They have sensory friendly programming featuring increased lighting, a music free environment and a quiet room for guests who require a break. And they're going to be hosting a lot of these sensory friendly days throughout the month, including the first Sunday of each month for the Mm -hmm. rest of the year. And last week, Ripley's Aquarium became the first attraction in Canada to be designated as a certified autism center. I had no idea. And, uh, And we love that.
4: We get so many just messages from parents with kids with autism. And, and ma- the majority of times, because I don't want it to sound like that people are just constantly emailing us, asking us for no, 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 no. for help. But the majority of times, honestly, are we get stories of how their kids are crushing it. Like, even when everything was going on with the Ontario government, whether it was this government or the last government, somebody waiting for treatment... Um, the the stories that we would get were, you know, how well kids were doing, it. and yeah. and it was these success stories from parents that uh, that we would get, and we read them all. Like we yeah. we really do. You guys are just awesome, and I would never even begin to try and relate to just the challenges and difficulty and strength that it takes for an entire family to deal with um, even severe autism, even mild autism is a. It's a bugger to deal with. Just so
1: you know, uh, everyone that's been sending in texts this morning at 925 555, we yeah. are reading them. Yeah. We're trying our best to get through uh, all the texts, but know that uh, that every single one of them are being read by the show today. And of course, taking your calls, 416 870
11: 8888. Hello? Hey, how you doing? Uh, Roz Mocha, big fan. Um, I actually listen to you guys every day. Oh, nice. Dropping my kids to school. What's your name? Um, and uh, my name is Jeffrey. I just want to say thanks for uh, to Mocha and Roz both for for reaching out to uh, parents with autism uh, with autism autistic excuse me children. Uh, I have a son that's four, going on to five, and uh, it is pretty tough. And uh, Mocha, you're absolutely right. We don't uh, tell our story just to gain sympathy, but to raise the awareness of it um, because there's just so many people out there that don't know enough about autism and autistic children. And it really means a lot to us that um, that you can reach out to us and just speak about it a little bit uh, to the to the city of Toronto yes. we really do appreciate that I'll
1: tell you man the, the the one thing about all of this is that I get all of my education on Autism and the various spectrums. Uh, from talking to people like you,
11: I appreciate that. We really do. I mean, um, when my child was diagnosed uh, with autism, I knew absolutely anything. I knew absolutely nothing about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm a I'm a you know kid that grew up in in, in Jaina Finch, and and we grow up thinking it'll never happen to us. And to educate my friends and family that no. Just like me, absolutely nothing about it, and see how much they've come along to uh, understand it about children with autism and have that um, that sensory issues. It just means a lot to see people that have the um, popularity and network able to uh, you know just put the word out there for people to look into because it just it's so hard to deal with, but it's so worth it at the same time
4: Here's a crazy thing that I know just from parents that I've talked to who are going through a kid who is on the spectrum. How long did it take you to get a final definitive diagnosis
11: for your kid? Oh, man. Um, We took him to his first, uh, I guess, um, analysis when he was about a year and a half. Yeah. And he was literally not... Completely diagnosed until a week before his birthday, and that was his fourth birthday. Yeah, so oh, he was on the way. He was
6: before yeah. his fourth yeah. birthday. Yeah. yeah oh exactly. man, yeah.
11: dude, such a long, drawn out process.
4: And until and correct me if I'm wrong, but until you get the diagnosis, you don't get access to the help.
11: Exactly, and we still we're still on the wait list, and we don't know exactly what's going to happen with the uh, with the new funding and the cap, and it's just it's literally such an. Just waiting game where we have no idea what the hell is going to happen, and even if it does go through and the funding for autism does go through, does that mean that if uh, if an election happens, does that mean that we're going to not receive the funding anymore? Yeah. Are we going to go back on the wait list? So it's literally, um, I want to say it's heartbreaking because you see a child like my own my own child Rain, he he needs the help, but just sitting around and waiting and trying to get. The public funding because the private funding is so expensive. It's it's just ridiculous But um, Like I said With the help of people uh, With the network With the popularity As you guys um, Just putting the word out there It just means so much to us And we really do appreciate it man. Mm-hmm. It just it, It's so amazing That there are people out there That you know Turn a blind eye to it But um, Hearing guys like you Probably the most Popular morning show In the city uh, Speaking about it uh, While I'm dropping My autistic kid to school <laughs> Like I said man It really does mean a lot to us And Um I love it. I love the great work that you guys do. What's your we boy's name? My, my my son's name is Rain. There you go. That's amazing. R
1: e i g Yeah, R-E-I-G-N. Yeah, yeah that's R-E-I-G-N. amazing, dude. Uh, Jeffrey, it was so nice talking to you. Thank you so
4: much, brother.
11: We do appreciate it, guys. Thank All right, you, man. man. Much love to your family. Thank you, man. Here okay, we go,
0: go. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast.
4: Apparently, they don't give um, Tom Holland the full script for Avengers because he's got a big mouth. No. Yeah. Really? Yeah.
1: He's just a kid, right?
4: (laughs) So Joe Russo, the director, says that Holland wasn't given a script because they don't trust him, saying Tom gets his lines and that's it. He doesn't even know who he's acting opposite of. Oh, no. So he gets his lines, but like not the person's lines who he's acting in the scene with. So if he's doing a scene with like Tony Stark, Tom Holland gets Spider-Man's lines, but he does not get Tony Stark's lines. So he has to memorize. So how does
1: he know he, how to react to <laughs> that scene, to they, that situation? Like if si- Tony starts yelling at him,
4: yeah, right? Yep, yeah. yep, So they say, quote, we'll, we'll just, we use like very vague terms to describe to him what's happening in the scene. Oh my God. <laughs> wow, they really, that's like, they really don't trust him, on huh? No, no, no. But th- I mean, this has happened before, I know. Um, but uh, but they, this is this is it's, extreme. It's almost like
1: they're really treating him the way Tony Stark treats him. Thank you <laughs> in the movies, yes. right? Yes, like exact. Yes, like you can't be trusted, kid. Correct. Like you have all this power. <laughs> yes, but I cannot trust you with any of it. So I'm going to limit what you can and cannot say and or do.
4: Yes, that's exactly it.
1: Because he had to have given away secrets before, in order for them to take. All of that trust
4: away. Correct. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I would say right I, now. I
1: love that actually. <laughs> so, <laughs> that sucks, dude.
4: So I would say right now, and they've done this before with with shows, like the 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 lengths that people will go to hide endings. I, I don't know which season it was of Game of Thrones. Maybe it was this the, the, this past season or I think it was the, this or, one, or even the one before where they actually shot different endings. Yeah. So not even the cast would know how it was going to end. Didn't they do that with Breaking Bad? They did it with another
1: show as well where yeah. they filmed multiple endings so in yeah. case anything got leaked.
4: Yeah. And I know they've they've started their press run or their press run for Endgame is going to kick off this weekend. And at this point there's a good chance that nobody except for maybe the, the sort of big money earners, the marquee names for Avengers have seen the movie. So there's a chance that if they don't screen the hell out of this, that Tom Holland won't even have any idea what the Avengers endgame is about. Like if he only yeah. got his lines and nobody else's lines and only vague descriptions of what his scenes were, he will actually, he's almost as in the dark as you are.
1: Wait a minute. Okay, so I understand getting his lines to read as Spider Man. Yes. And interaction with the other Avengers. But what about his. Like when he's Peter Parker without the suit and he has to interact with Tony Stark or.
4: No, in those scenes. Whoever. Because here's the thing is that when he's Spider Man, he's not in those scenes. Like when no, Spider Man's fighting. It's He's just only doing He's just the voice. I understand that. No, but oh, like, no.
1: are they, like, if he has to have a scene with Tony Stark? Yes. And they have to, like,
4: face to face. Right. Is Tony Stark not, like, standing there? Or are they going to yes. CGI? Oh, he no, is. he is standing there, but going into that scene, they only give Tom Holland his lines. And then when oh, they're so on, they okay, oh, I and then when they're on set, they oh, do they do like a quick rehearsal, bro. That's like so mean, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: wow, that's even more mean than I thought. <laughs> that is crazy. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
4: What were you watching just now? Huh? What were you watching just now? Because uh, I, I don't think you think that I could hear you over there. What are you talking about? I, did. I heard everything. I was watching. You got really excited and then put yeah. your headphones on and listen to something, yeah. but I could totally hear what you were listening to. You could? Yeah. How? Yeah. I was watching uh, The Avengers Trail. No, you weren't. No, you were not. This is what happened two seconds ago. Okay. Mocha looked at his computer screen and went, oh man, it's on. Yeah. And then had a huge smile on his face and then yeah. put his headphones on and you started watching something.
1: More I'm going to d- read you what the tweet that accompanies this video reads. Okay says, some memories last forever. Now it's time to start all over again. Uh I was watching the new trailer for The Hills. (laughs) 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 So
4: is this a new Hills with like a new cast? Yeah, because
1: this is the one, no, no, this is the one with the same cast. Okay. Right? So like Heidi and Spencer. Oh, wow. And uh, Lauren's going to be there. Yeah. And Brody Jenner's going to be there. Right. And this is the one that they've added Misha Barton. Remember Misha Barton from The O.C.? She's now on the gonna be in the hills. Okay. I've never
4: seen an episode of the OC and I've never seen an episode of the Hills. You're the OC! No. No. I know it existed. I know people liked it. Oh my god. It's beautiful. God. I watched California. I always had such a bad perception of Heidi Montag and Spencer just because everything that you would see of mainly him, but of the two of them together, they were just really douchey. Oh yeah. But then Huge. but then I saw them on Celebrity Wife Swap. Uh-huh. And, and they normalized i found them quite charming really? especially her I, she came across so endearing when she was on celebrity wife swap that really? yeah that i was i was blown away i was i was really really blown away by how just level-headed and cool she came off on that show and that is a very difficult show to come off as cool and level-headed yeah but so. i actually really i really liked them and i had never thought anything other than negativity towards them because of the the antics and just everything is <laughs> gonna
1: be back on the show oh ever in a scene
4: with justin bobby oh jeez, who's justin, justin
1: bobby justin is that one Bob- guy or two guys it's one guy okay as i've heard i order to watch the show <laughs> <laughs> but it looks like Justin Bobby wants back in Andrina's life. How old are these people now? Oh, they got to be in like their because were they 20. like were they young when they did? Well, when they were on the hills, from what I heard before the hills, when they were oh, okay, on, like Laguna just, drop, Beach, drop the okay, they drop were in me. high school. Okay, and then the college years, I guess, would have been the hills as they were g- going through college, getting into quote unquote real world, but this jobs
3: was legitimately so now, them
4: like this wasn't. Uh, uh, like a 90210 sort of situation where they were, you know, 20 year olds playing, or, or 30 year olds playing 20 year olds. No, no. Okay, no, no, so no, they were no, legit no. young and yeah. in those grades and then going off to college and whatnot.
1: Hold on. Oh. Is this the song? Is this from a commercial? This is the theme song for the Hills. Right. Oh, here we go. That's you right. and I? Yeah. <sighs>
13: Friend. Yeah, don't
1: do it, Audrina.
13: The rest is still on
1: as I've heard. <laughs> yes, is, David it
5: Justin Bobby's 37. Heidi Montag is 32. Oh, wow. Oh, damn. There you go.
1: Well, I know a lot of people out there, not me, but they're going to be excited to watch the new season yeah, of the Hills.
4: On June 24th. You're not excited at all? No, no? not me. Not okay. me. Just passing it on <laughs> to those who may be interested. Here
3: we
0: go. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast.
4: So let me read you this. Hello, everybody. Uh, one in five men admit to snooping on a loved one's smartphone Oh, damn. While. While? While their partner is sleeping by using their fingerprint to unlock the phone. What? This Get is my biggest fear.
1: Here. Do you still have uh, the f- phone that uses fingerprint or do you have face ID?
5: Fingerprint. Oh, okay. Well, what would make the difference? Then you just hold it to my face. <laughs> yeah, it's
1: true.
4: true. True, true, Which is true. almost easier.
5: Yeah. You don't even have to touch you. Because, yeah, exactly. Because you have to
4: take the my hand from under the cover. Right. So what is Matthew? You're you're afraid that Matthew's going to pull your thumb, like, out of your mouth and then touch it onto your phone <laughs> and then have to put it back into your mouth before you wake up? It seems like a very difficult process. Yeah. This Too is long. why I sleep with so my hands under my legs. <laughs> <laughs> Too long. Uh, yeah, more than one third of people, and they uh, pulled 2,000, have admitted to snooping on their partner's phones and social media to find out if they are cheating or other they say they say they found that 4 out of every 10 people confess to doing this spying on their partner's phones at least once a week once a week damn yeah but that's got to be like the the people who are responding to
1: to this are already in relationships, relationships. that are on on
4: don't you yeah. wish you were
1: one of the six? On the down, right? <laughs> no,
4: no. Like, if, if you are sneaking into the bedroom while your woman is asleep and- Like, there's no you, trust there you already. Th- just get out of the relationship. Yeah. And it's the same thing. Like, if you're a woman, you got a guy. Like, if you're at the point of where you can't wait for them to go in the shower because you want to jump on their phone and, you know, sort of go through their DMs, your relationship is over. Yeah. It's over. There is no coming back from that. No,
1: because you're always, no matter what- Let's say you don't even find anything that time, right? Yeah. In the back of your mind, every time that person is not around you, when they leave to go to work or they say that they're going to go hang out with friends or whatever, you're always going to be thinking, they're not doing the thing that they said that they're doing. Yeah. They're probably doing what I think that they're doing.
5: right? But by all means, use my thumb, because that's not where I hide anything. Right. Oh, damn. You <laughs> <laughs>
0: sneaking. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
1: Oh, man, dude, the addiction is real. Some U.S. doctors are expressing concern about the number of children that they treat who are addicted to playing Fortnite. Yeah. So we already know 200 million users for Fortnite. We knew it was just like a massive, massive game and that people were gonna be addicted. Yeah. Well, listen to this. A director for the Clinic for Interactive Media and Internet Disorders at Boston's Children's Hospital tells the Boston Globe some of his young patients are not sleeping, dropping out of school, Dropping out of sports and social activities to play Fortnite. He says that one child took a hammer to the windshield of his parents' car because he thought his parents had locked his device inside. Yeah. Another therapist tells the Boston Globe some parents are fed up with their kids' Fortnite habit, that some have been brought to the brink of divorce. Yeah. And in some cases, teenagers are losing so much weight because they refuse to stop playing Fortnite in order to eat that doctors initially thought that they had a physical disease
4: before finding out the truth. That it was Fortnite. It's crazy, man. It's so, it is so nuts. And what sort of makes it, you know, in the eyes of a a lot of people is that there is a path to success for, for video games that's quite attainable or it's not like... You know, winning the lottery or whatever it is. Like, you can see wildly successful people who do nothing but play video games. Yeah. Who are incredibly successful. And so it's no longer a standalone, colossal waste of time there's an argument to be made and when you have that sort of when you're dealing with that kind of like addiction where you get the dopamine rush and you get all these other sensory things going on uh, it makes everything it makes everything more difficult and all all tech is like that I was reading an article the other day where somebody invented an app that you put on your kid's phone Mm -hmm. that disables their phone until they text you back oh yeah yeah, so, so you put an app on your their kids on your kid's phone that you have control of.
1: So what so disables like games or disables? Everything. But how are they supposed to text you back? Except the phone for is...
4: texting exactly your parents back. Oh so disables. So it in order to unlock the phone, you have to text your parents back. Wow. Right? Like, there's so many. Like, everybody's like, oh, my God, this is amazing. It's all free. And now you have to figure out a way to not have people use it. Yeah. It was always, how do we get it? How do we become more accessible? How do we allow? Have everything. How do we have everything always? And now we have everything always, and it's a problem. Exactly. It's a huge problem.
3: Raz and Mocha's Fix My
9: Life.
1: What advice can you guys give me?
9: Okay, so my question is... My question
3: is... Got a problem you can't fix? Ros and Mocha got you.
1: Daniel, how are you, man? Good, how are you? Good, pal. All right, thank you for uh, submitting your letter to us for Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life.
8: No problem.
4: (laughs) Okay, here we go. Daniel, you wrote us this. Roz and Mocha FML. My wife and I have been talking about having a baby, and we both agreed that we have to move out of where we are into something nicer. My only issue is where she wants to move usually doesn't accept smokers and barbecues, which is what I want to start my own catering business. What do I do? Now you're talking like a smoker, like where you put food in it, right? Like you're not a smoker. Okay, I got you. So smokers and barbecues. Uh, Where do you live now? Where does she want to move to?
8: So we live in a basement apartment right now and she just wants to move into a nicer place because where we live right now, it's not a nice place. Like, the landlord is pretty bad, very lazy. Nothing really gets done. So I understand her point and frustration. Yeah. But at the same time, where we want, where she wants to live, it's pet-friendly, but there's no backyard. There's nothing.
1: So where does she want? She wants to move into a condo or into a an apartment building?
8: Either a condo or a very bright basement apartment.
4: Now, uh, do you already have this smoking and barbecuing business or no? Yes.
8: Oh, well, I'm starting it up I'm hopefully getting to start by next year. Uh-huh. So I just started, like, as of last year, I started doing the all the preparations and stuff, working on the menu. I couldn't really do much because we were getting married, so I had to focus on the wedding too.
1: Okay. So So wait, so you do have a business or you don't have a business?
8: I don't have it yet. You don't have the business
1: yet. Okay, but you have the equipment to be able to run the business once you get it up off the ground. Exactly. Right. So, uh,
4: but are there not legalities in this? Like you just can't cook food in your backyard and sell it to people, right?
8: Exactly. No, I'm just trying to work on it. It's basically trying out products. And stuff to see what will work for me.
4: You want to do all your testing at home. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I got you. Okay. Perfect your recipes. Uh, This is this is tough because and so you had mentioned in your letter to us that one of the reasons why you guys wanted to get out of your current situation was to possibly have a kid, right? Yes. Right. Uh, That's the that's the most important thing because that will become the most important thing. Yeah. So figuring out where you're going to live, because you guys may want to have a kid, you still have to start thinking about, uh, what the wait lists are on daycares in the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. You got to think about, you know, the amount of stairs that you're going to have to climb for a full year while she's pregnant. And then a full year while the kid is in a car seat, you're going to have to figure all this, like all that stuff is going to have to come into play as well. Like if you're, if you're moving, right. If you're moving and you're just kind of scouting out a new place to live okay? Mm. Think of all of that stuff first because that is the stuff that's going to be the most important. Where you put your smoker and barbecue will become secondary so fast, dude.
8: And that's why I kind of want to get everything started quickly so at least even when we have the kid, the business is there. Yeah. There's more income coming in kind of thing. Just, you know what I mean? So I do. I do. I know. There. For
4: sure. I know. You want to provide and you want to you get the, yeah. the business off the ground. I get you, bro. I, I really Is do.
1: there an option... I don't know, you tell me, Daniel, but is there an option for you guys to move into a place that does have access to a backyard that you could store your smoker it and your barbecue? it been very hard.
4: This sounds a whole lot to me like you guys don't have a lot of options. What this sounds to me like yeah. is you have to sit down and figure out the, the, the financials of your current situation. And what you have to do is you have to try and find the best place for the family, for the money that you can afford. Yeah. Everything else on top of that is going to be a bonus. Right. Like course, you can't yeah. you can't find if, if, if the only place that you can find for your budget that gives you area in the backyard to barbecue and smoke some ribs. Uh, and if that is not the best place for your wife who may become pregnant and your eventual kid in a year and a half, uh, then yeah. you've made that you've made a mistake. No, exactly. And, I, and I that's what I think you guys need to do is
1: plan for what your life is like financially now and not what it could be in a year, two years, three years.
4: Yeah, dude, uh, I know, I know tons of people who have skills. Okay. Mm -hmm. And whether it's carpentry or whether it's working on a car or whether it's cooking or baking, or in your case, smoking ribs. Right. And oftentimes they've lived in places that don't allow them to do those things. Right. Yeah. Uh, oftentimes, when you're renting the main floor of a house, your landlord isn't going to want to bring all your tools in the backyard and start building somebody a cabinet that you're going to sell on Kijiji. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but but what you can do is if you get a cool landlord, you can say, "Listen, for a couple nights a week during the summer, I'm going to fill this backyard full of smoke because I'm working on recipes for the business." Now it's yeah. going to be a little bit annoying. It's probably going to smell delicious, but I will do. What I will do is I'm going to give you guys some of the stuff that I cook. Are, yeah. you, in, are you into barbecue? You like brisket? You like ribs? I have no problem dropping this stuff off if you let me fill the backyard up with smoke a couple nights a week while I work on these recipes. Same thing with the yeah. same thing with the, the 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 person who bakes or the the carpenter or whatever, make a deal with your landlord. Sure. That's why you have those relationships with people who are renting you a basement apartment in their house. Yeah. You can make those deals and oftentimes they're really cool with it. Okay.
1: Like in your case your landlord gets free meal out of it.
4: Yeah. Like, try <laughs> try and swing that, man. Go in there be honest. Say, listen, we love this place. We're planning on having a kid, but you know what? I also barbecue and smoke, right? And I'm working on a business. And if you allow me to do this, what if I do this? You yeah. can swing those deals, man. Okay. Those deals are out there.
1: Okay. Sound good, uh, Daniel? Try that out. Sounds great to me. Thank you. Thanks for reaching out, brother. All right.
3: Take it easy. Bras and mochas fix my life, only on Kiss.
1: The uh, World Naked Bike Ride is returning to Toronto in June. Ugh. The World Naked Bike Ride will celebrate the human body its all its glory. So over that. The ride raises awareness to environmental issues and hopes to reconnect city slickers with nature. Riders insist that the event is non-sexual and participants don't have to strip all the way down. Mm -hmm. Although I've seen pictures... And boy, oh boy, people do strip all the way down. But I can't
5: imagine. There's nothing between you and the seat. Just air. Love. Just Jesus. (laughs)
6: Jesus, (laughs) take the bike.
5: Um,
1: I can't imagine sitting on a bike naked and having that be comfortable at all. No. At all.
4: There are very few things in the world that I can imagine sitting on naked that would be comfortable.
5: Wouldn't it like? What is it would
4: it hurt. It would chafe. No,
5: it's just. No, it, just, it, would, it would hurt. Like even just
1: sitting that? on a uh, on a bike that? seat for a long period of time no, no. with clothes on.
4: As someone hurts. who does spin, I could tell you it's not comfortable. No, you don't. You're gonna. You start sweating, and then you start. It's just. It's a. It's an awful scene. It's an awful scene. It's such a. It's such a look at me. They can say it's for environmental whatever, but it's such a look at me thing. I'm so over people doing the naked bike thing and all um, that stuff. I have a question. If you don't have
1: a bike, your question is going to be like, "Hey, what if I don't have a bike?" Yeah, no, but do you N- know- naked rollerbladers, roller skaters, and skateboarders are also well
5: oh, That's cool. See, that's a little bit better. <laughs> I mean, with the bike, there's flopping.
4: <laughs> no, oh, what you think on ro- no. a
1: rollerblades or a skateboarder? Is it no? no but c- when
4: there's flopping, it hits the metal. No, what I would like to see is uh, I'm over the naked bike for any cause, naked bike ride for any cause. But what I would like to see is um, people learning how to ride a bike naked. I would like to see people oh, who don't no. know how to ride a bike naked. That's dangerous. It's though. extremely dangerous. That's more dangerous. I would are watch that. Okay.
1: Now, are they completely naked with no helmet, <laughs> no uh, oh, elbow knee pads, well, no wrist Hold on now, hold on, now,
4: hold on now. Let me let me think this through. Like what would uh, look more ridiculous? Yeah, I don't know if I want to see Ooh, geez. I don't want to see anybody get hurt.
1: I think if you're going to do go down that road, I think yeah. you need to have helmet, wrist guards, uh, elbow, and knee pads. Then that's
5: not naked.
4: Well. it. But safety first. Yeah. yeah but you're And using- it would look hilarious. Yeah. I, also, if you're learning how to ride a bike, you should wear pants and shirt as well. So, okay. So, so now you're clothed. What? <laughs> now you're clothed. Oh, yeah, I guess. At that point. Here <laughs> <laughs> uh. okay, we go. go.
0: The Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
4: Let me ask you a question here.
0: Okay.
4: How many, how much time in a day do you think that you spend, and I ask you and I ask everybody else who's listening right now. 925-555 is how you text us. How much time in a day do you spend in what you would consider to be a bad mood? (laughs) That's why I didn't invite you in the room, Maury. Oh, God. I can answer for more. I would say
1: majority, majority is the of the day for more. Yeah. yeah,
4: in a bad mood. Yeah, I don't know. So things. Never... Okay, so things that like will trigger bad moods. They put a list together. So uh, no hot water. Ding. Misplacing your wallet. So, however long you're in a bad mood, oh, if you okay. lose, if you've lost your wallet, having a bad day at work, ding, uh, traffic, ding, your partner's in a bad mood, which brings you down and puts you in a bad mood. Ding, ding. Uh, computer stops working, or there's no yeah. Wi-Fi, or there's no whatever.
1: I would say then, maybe generally like, feeling
4: sick, maybe like twenty minutes. Stepping in dog poo is on the list. Do oh, yeah. still do that? Yeah. Or and uh, number one on the list is a bad night's sleep. So yes. all those little things will equal. Those are some triggers, things that can happen in, the, in a day okay. that would constitute you being in a bad mood for a certain period of time. I would say like twenty to thirty minutes. All right. They say we spend two hours of our day in a bad mood, not consecutively. Two no, hours in total. Yeah, yeah. two hours. Think well, about it. Like of our little day.
5: triggers, like if you step in a puddle, if you miss the subway, you miss the bus.
4: Like somebody they ran just out of that us, nine
1: two five triple five, and said two hours for them.
4: Yeah. Yeah, Somebody
1: also texted and said, "Mocha is always happy. Roz, not so much." Oh, well, what are you talking about, man? I'm in a mood. I great mean, you kind of give off a
5: bad mood allure. A what? A bad mood allure. That sounds like a cologne. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: uh, no, I'm generally happy. Yeah, you are. I just don't like a lot of things and people. And people, yeah, but I'm generally a happy person. I would say that, yeah. Like sure. I'm, I'm never like I, I'm never angry towards people. But you're just too cool to show it. No, it's not. I don't think it has anything to do with being being cool. I just I, I've never been attracted to people who are over overly and overtly happy all the time. I always think something's up. It's like I worked with a guy years ago who would whistle when he walked down the hall. (laughs) No way. And I'll tell you, I never trusted that guy. Never trust a whistler, right? <laughs> never. That's rule. <laughs> oh no! It's, it's not rule go. one in life. That's maybe like five or six. But never trusting a whistler is a rule in life. <laughs> if you live by that, you will be happy.
1: Listen to this text. Yeah. Five triple five. My husband wakes me up at five fifteen in the morning every morning, whistling. Yeah.
4: And see? I am not a morning person. Thank you. Hashtag <laughs> never trust a whistler. <laughs>
3: Here we go.
0: The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast.
4: Kevin Hart was at CinemaCon in Vegas promoting Secret Life of Pets 2. And I I guess they brought them all out with, like, pets. Yeah. And so Kevin Hart's standing there with a bunny. Because he plays the bunny. Right. He's the voice of the bunny. Yeah. So Kevin Hart is standing there with a bunny. And bunnies, like, they just don't, like... Bunnies don't follow rules, right? No. So Kevin Hart has to handle a like an unruly bunny. And so this is Kevin Hart talking to E.T. about what went down on the stage.
3: I heard today when you and Tiff were together, yeah. you couldn't handle a bunny. What I did was save a bunny's life today. Did anybody <laughs> get him the clip? Anybody else in that situation would have
1: panicked.
3: I simply handled it correctly. I said, hey, bunny, don't move. The people need to see me with you. So you need to calm down. And the bunny calmed down. Well, the bunny didn't calm down. The bunny actually did a little thing called scratch my chest. My chest is <laughs> bleeding. Uh, still, okay. But 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 to the people, it looked like I was calm, collective and in control. <laughs> the Rosin and Show Podcast.
4: I know uh, one of your favorite things is the kids write jokes section on oh, Reddit. Twitter. On Twitter, so, yeah. Yeah, kids, I love Kids write again. jokes where uh-huh. it, they compile a list of jokes that uh, that little kids write, and kids suck at writing jokes, and that's what oh makes terrible, it funny. absolutely terrible. Uh, on Fallon. I guess leading up to WrestleMania... Three days away, brother. He had a bunch of WWE superstars on to read, act out as they would in their character, like super mean and loud... Pro wrestlers uh, to read trash talk scripts that were written by children.
1: Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Who are the uh, the? Uh, you, the have them,
4: WWE you have them. You have them all. That just played. Oh. Fal- Fallon announces everybody. Oh, okay, great. Yeah. Now
1: remember,
2: these were all written by real kids uh, here to do our first taunt. Give it up for Braun
8: Strowman. You are piece of me a piece of me. I'm going to kick your butt till you fall in the lake. And I'm not joking, because when I'm kidding, I say knock knock. (laughs)
4: Next up is the two-time WWE Tag Team Champion Drew McIntyre.
11: I am going to shove my foot so far up your butts that you are going to be pooping toes for a week.
8: (laughs) (laughs) Next, give it up for toe. Kingston! Check it out. You look like a potato and a chicken nugget had a baby! (laughs) And finally,
2: we have a two-time
4: WWE World Champion, Seth Rollins!
5: Don't make me bake a pie and put your face in it. Cause your butt is your
3: face. And your face... Is your butt? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love it. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
4: You see, Durham College got a esports team now. So, yeah, we were talking about esports yesterday, and uh, so like it's on it's on the campus. It's like, on the campus now. Yeah, it's so wild
1: to me, man. Well, let me find the story here.
4: Like I remember I remember when it was crazy Sorry, when you would e- read Esports
1: Arena. Yeah. When Durham you- College gets their first uh, Esports Arena. When you would read these stories,
4: you know, back in a few years ago when you're like, Can you believe that you can go to college in North Carolina and take a course in Star Wars? You know what I mean? When yeah. like all those stories would happen? And that was wacky. That was like, what in the hell's going on with colleges? Dude, and now remember, it's like colleges are getting esports arenas. It's when I was, so wild too. When, to when me. I was
1: living in Calgary for a brief moment in time, yeah. the university out there was doing they had a one semester course yeah. on the Sopranos. Really? Yeah. Did you take it? I wanted to, but yeah. it was during the time where I had to do a radio show. Oh, you weren't show. actually a student. No, no, no. no, no I wasn't okay. a student. I was working for a radio yeah. station out there. Yeah, yeah. And it was I looked into it. It was like a couple hundred bucks or whatever, and it uh, it was during the time where I had I was doing the radio show. Really, uh? not there, but it was on uh, Sopranos and like the the deep meaning behind episodes and character development
4: and all sorts of. So wild! Of, it was crazy the amount of detail. Yeah, I always find it amazing when you get big stars who go back to college. Like uh, Claire Danes disappeared for a long time because she went to Harvard. And, oh, yeah, that's right. And Natalie Portman went back to school. And the other night at the Canadian Screen Awards, I was talking to Kristen Kruk from Smallville. Oh, my God, I love her. Lana, yeah. Yeah, Lana from Smallville. She's also in Beauty and the Beast. She's also going to Queens. University? Yeah. No, she's not. Yeah. For what? But she takes it like some online correspondence course. Really? So she's getting her, yeah, she's getting. She's doing a TV show, and then she's also getting her degree, but I think she's like 36, I could be wrong about that, but I think she's like 36 because she was talking about how she started acting when she was 16 and missed all the end of high school and never got the chance to go to university. So she had it in her head that one day she would do university and that's what she's doing now. And And she was saying that she has these online seminars and you have to log in and I was like, do you log in with your own name? And she's like, yeah, I log in with my own name. And I'm like, do people know that it's you? Like on the conference call or yeah. like in the in the virtual sort of world, like a, like a virtual seminar? And? And she said that people know it's her. Like they know the name, but nobody realizes that it's her. So they just they're like, "Oh, coincidence." yeah there's somebody else who goes here who has the same name as a famous person. Cuz why would Lana be in my online correspondence course <laughs> for Queens University? For Queens University. <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, so she's almost finished. Like she's oh, almost she's almost wow. done the She's almost done the whole thing. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I always I always find that fascinating. But Claire Danes uh was a was a great uh was a great example and then she cuz she left show business for a really long time and then came back and did a few uh, and did a few things, oh, and then, of course, did did who's, Homeland.
1: Who's the girl that we like? Oh, Emma Watson. Didn't Emma Watson go to university or something?
4: Probably, yeah. But in she would have been of age. She didn't go. No, like, like later during in life. like this is like
1: during the the Harry Potter days.
4: Yeah, like she was super yeah, famous, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Which come on, what are you doing? I like the other guys where they just like that redhead kid, Ron Weasley. Oh yeah, right. You never saw him again. Yeah, it's never. Right. Sitting he, on a mountain of money. He took that money and he was like, <laughs> deuces.
0: <laughs> here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hello.
1: Hi, Hello. is this Sahar? Hi, yes it is. Hi, it's Roz and Mocha. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Your sister texted us <laughs> saying that uh, you have a, a surgery today and you're heading out to Mount Sinai. So yes,
10: I am actually here all dressed up and ready to
1: go in. Oh, wow. What's the, uh, what's the surgery?
10: It's. Actually, uh, it's about bladder. Yeah, it's not letter, but
1: yeah. Okay. Intestine, intestine. Okay. Well, uh, yeah. we heard that you're a super huge fan of the Razamoga show, <laughs> and your sister loves you so much, and just wanted us to call you to say good yeah. luck.
10: Thank you so much. Okay, I'm gonna go because they just called me. Oh, hi. Thanks for calling. I wow. really appreciate
4: that. No worries. <laughs> I have that. Are you high yet? Have they have they put the stuff in you yet? Thank you so much
1: okay. Mocha for the <laughs> pod. Hey between Ros and Mocha Who's your favorite? Real quick real quick. Mocha okay. <laughs> Oh come on man right, Yo you gotta go You gotta go
4: Ryan,
3: I still All right. wish you like. <laughs> Both of you thank okay, you, okay, we, love Bye, you. Love we love you Bye love, love you. you
1: Bye okay go Cook your surgery <laughs> The
3: Ros and Mocha Show Podcast
1: Huh? Hi, what's going on? It's Roz Mocha. Hey, good morning. How are you? Good, how are you? Good, what's your name? Celine. Celine, Roz, Celine wrote this to us. Just got back from vacation and was listening to your podcast while I was on the beach. I had to turn up the volume because the couple next to me loved Mocha's laugh. Another couple said that it reminded them of home and they didn't even know that the podcast existed. Oh, wow. That is crazy. So, Celine, where were you on vacation?
10: I went to Canada.
1: Okay, and the other couple that said that they didn't know that the uh, podcast existed, they're also from, from Canada? Canada? Yeah, they're from Toronto. Oh, okay, cool. And do they listen to the Razamoka show? So they said they listened because they
10: recognized your laugh, um, and they recognized Maury's voice as well, but they didn't know the podcast existed because oh, they're like, how are you playing this? I'm like, you don't know the podcast exists? Like, where? what have you been doing your whole life?
1: Wow. <laughs> wow. Nice. Wow. And what did you tell them where to get it? and Did they download it? Oh, I told them, and right
7: then and there, because we had perfect Wi-Fi in that moment. Yeah, they downloaded it.
1: Oh, nice! Oh, so 71 so episodes. Good. Uh, new episode drops Friday. Where do you listen from? Like, is it? Do you get it from Apple? Do you get it from Google Play? Do you get it from Spotify? From Apple. Oh, okay, cool, nice. Can Sorry. I tell you something? Yeah, yes.
5: Because of what you mentioned, um, I can no longer call companies and complain. In Toronto, because t- twice they've recognized me. Uh, uh. What do you mean you can't call companies? Like, because who have you tried I, to complain to? Without naming names, but I would call and lie to try and get a free product like <laughs> chips. And they're like, I'm, Your voice sounds so familiar. Are you calling Rabba again? Well, you gotta
4: okay. throw me under the bus like that. <laughs> can, can, we just, can we just back this up for one second? Back this up. Celine, hang on one second, okay, love? We just gotta back this up for one second because you just said two completely different things. You just started this conversation by saying it's really unfortunate how popular you are because you can no longer call companies and complain, right? Yeah. Like, which makes it seem like you have legitimate complaints and you're now embarrassed because you don't want them to think that it's you because it somehow looks bad Truth, on you. Yeah. But then you pivoted immediately right over to, you yes, can uh, no longer you can no longer call companies and lie to them to try and get free products. So, so, so where which is, is it? disconnect? So which is it? Do you have legitimate concerns with companies and are just embarrassed because you don't want to be no, that guy? No, I have guy? illegitimate concerns okay. with companies. So you just randomly <laughs> call companies, <laughs> tell them that their products are defective or you've got a broken thing but it did work for a bottle of kombucha.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, Celine, uh, welcome back. Thank you for spreading the word about the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Mocha, of course. Oh,
3: of course. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait. Hold
1: on. Did anyone on the beach say anything at least like, about Roz? Did his name come up?
3: Not
10: really. I think it's your laugh that everybody... It was like... Catching everyone's attention.
1: the <laughs> he's in the other room, it's like losing it. His- I
6: know.
1: <laughs> yeah.
4: yeah. can help. Mo-
10: I mean, everybody needs a Mori in their life.
4: Uh, no, you don't. Believe me, you don't. You want one?
1: <laughs> I'd love to have Mori
10: Have
4: Mo- ours.
1: I'll <laughs> but- take him, gladly. Yeah, Thank you, Celine. Love you. <laughs> love you guys. Bye. Here we
0: go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
1: You know how people uh, sign up for those DNA testing kits? You can go like on Ancestry or the 23andMe. Yeah. And kind of figure out your origin story. Right. There's a woman in San Francisco who had an account with 23andMe. Mm-hmm. And at first her account mm-hmm. was private, but then she opened it up so that other people could see if they were a match to her. Sure. And she could see if anyone out there uh, that she could make a connection with. Just out of curiosity. She's 41 years old. She found out after making her account public that 30 people share the same sperm donor as her. Oh, wow. Wow. Once she made her profile public, she immediately was contacted by one of her half-siblings. And then that one turned into 30. And they all range from
4: 24 to 41 years old. Now, did she know that her mother used a donor or maybe her her parents used a donor? That I don't know. It doesn't say that in this article. And what she found out is that some of
1: the siblings knew each other. Because they all kind of grew up in and around the San Francisco Bay Area. sure. But they knew each other before knowing that they were siblings. Oh, really? Some of them went to school near each other. And now, they all
4: kind of like get together and hang out every now and then. You know, this is like the plot of a movie. See, here's the thing with this, is that I know everybody, when you say that, where you they knew the person and then, wow, found out that they're siblings, you automatically go to somebody who you know and like and are cool with and get along with, but imagine who's the worst person in your life. Think about that person and then finding out that you're their brother. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, yeah. don't go. Uh, my head automatically went to, oh, yeah, what if, like, I, this guy who was, like, super cool. Yeah. What if it turned out we were we were brothers? And then my head went to, oh, God, what if Maury and I were brothers? <laughs> <laughs> you never know. <laughs> I'm pretty no. sure. I, I know, I more think we all know. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Roz and Mocha's
9: Fix My Life.
1: What advice can you guys give me? Okay,
9: so my question is. My question
3: is. Got a problem you can't fix? Roz and Mocha got you. Alejandro,
1: what's up, man? Good, how are you? Good, thanks for uh sharing your story with us for Razamoka's Fix My Life.
4: Yeah, no problem. You sound down, bro. Okay, this Alejandro, (laughs) this is what you wrote us FML Fix My Life. Uh, I can't get over this girl I dated in summer 2018, it's been about nine months since I've last talked to her. The way we broke up was weird. She just isolated herself and then blocked me from everything. Now my close family friend is inviting me to go to church with him, but he goes to the same church as two of my exes, including the girl that I can't seem Correction, to get over. right there. Oh, what's it? Yeah, go ahead.
14: It's actually like two of two of my exes included that that girl that I'm like I can't I haven't talked to.
4: No, it's two. Yeah, okay, player. <laughs> okay. Okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah just, just just so you know, there's only two exes at my church, not three, okay? Uh so so what's the deal with you? You can't get over a girl? Well, yeah, but on top of that, it's
14: like this this close family friend, like when I was working at Canadian Tire in the summer like last year, he stopped by to he stopped by out of his way to give me a Christmas card with $50 in it, and for my birthday, he took me out, he bought me shoes, and like he he did so much for me.
4: You don't want you don't want to say no to
14: going to church with him because he's yeah, a nice I don't guy. Wanna, yeah. I don't want to say no to him because that's his, like he's he's been <laughs> nagging
1: it. He's been telling me to go to church and that's all he wants me to do. Do you think that this girl that you dated and then she broke up with you at the end of summer? It was just like a summertime fling? Like it just a, a she just wanted to have a boyfriend for the summer and then move on with her life in September?
4: I don't even know because I I was her first boyfriend. Okay, so I'm going to say something real harsh to you right now, okay? The girl you can't get over? Get over. Okay, she doesn't love you. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> yeah, the, girl, hard, the, girl, the girl that you can't get over doesn't feel the way about you the way that you feel about her right now. Yeah, the, that girl that you can't get over isn't sitting here trying to figure out uh, who to call for advice. The girl that you can't get over isn't still wondering why it ended. Yeah, bro, you don't
1: need somebody like that in your life. She's not thinking about you. It takes a long time. It takes a for long sure. time to it get does. over. Some
4: like you know, some people can get over it in weeks, months. Some people it takes years to get over a breakup. And you're young. You're 17, right? Yes. And I know you're. Listen, you're you're a man. You're a little man, and that's and that's fine. But <laughs> you know, and, and no, no, because I, I don't mean to belittle you. I don't mean to say oh, you're young. It's no, fine because I, I, I know how terrible that sounded when I. was young because it doesn't matter your age. The pain is still, it still hurts. It still hurts really, really bad. Right. Uh, But you will, you will over time develop tools to handle situations like this. And you will over time realize that you are going to be with other people who also respect closure where they just don't ghost you and then block you from social media because that's a terrible thing to do it's 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 like apocalyptic it's you have this person in your life who you know is you know pretty smells good and they're soft and they smile and laugh at your dumb jokes and then all of a sudden they're gone and that is a like real difficult thing to get over right it's it's a human being that you were attached to on multiple levels that is just no longer in your world and that's difficult to get over that's Loss, right? But yeah. you you will you will figure it out. But I think that you just need to realize right now that this girl doesn't love you, and it's not going to happen.
1: Like, has she even from the time that you guys broke up, or she ghosted you, uh, reach out to you at all? Like, did she texted you? Has she sent you any DMs? Anything?
14: That's actually the thing. She blocked me on everything, and oh. the weird, weird part was we actually go to the same school.
1: Okay, so Alejandro, listen, man, that's not the girl for you. She doesn't respect you as a human being. She never uh, respected what you guys had. And I think that, you know, what she saw for the summertime was strictly for the summer. She knew that going into it and she moved on with her life. You need to move on with your life. And as Ron said, it's going to be hard. It's going to be difficult, but plenty of fish in the sea, bro. Fair. Or
4: not. (laughs) Let's well, be like, this is, like this was his only one. No, but or not. It may not be that easy. It may not be that easy. No, I'm not saying that's right? going to be easy at all. It's going to be uh, a road to travel. Oh, it's a long road, bro. Question for you: Did bro, you? He's did you... 17. I know, to, like... sure I know. I know. I okay. know. <laughs> I know you're
1: trying to give him the hard truth. But I'm trying to be like a little bit <laughs> uh, empathetic here.
4: Okay. Okay. That's, that's why you're better than me. Um, <laughs> did you give her any reason to block you? Were you like a little weird at the end? Not. Not that I'm aware of. Was there a chance that this wasn't the relationship that you thought it was? Is there a chance that you thought that you were in a relationship with this girl? She thought that you guys were just kicking it, and when she realized that you were madly in love with her, she freaked out?
14: I think that it was a relationship because she she told her mom about me, and okay. like, I
1: told my parents about it. like it was but did you call each other boyfriend girlfriend
4: yes you were like making out and stuff
1: and you guys kissed and everything
4: (laughs) yes yeah okay man listen she doesn't love you she doesn't want to be with you you and she I
1: still don't know whether
4: I should go to this the okay. offer to you, go to church. Because, you're going to have to be in the same room as some people that make you uncomfortable in life, right? As long as you don't have some weird breakdown and start like, you know... <laughs> hyperventilating and stuff. Yeah, man. Like, you can't go up to her. Like, she obviously... She doesn't want to yeah. talk to you, okay? Just like go here's, to church
1: with your friend and yeah. leave it at that. If you see her, you see her. Don't say anything. Yeah. She's not... gonna You already know that she's not going to approach you because yeah. she hasn't like tried to get in contact with you whatsoever. So yeah. you don't go up to her. If your eyes kind of lock... Just leave it at that. Don't your, eye, your
4: eyes aren't going to lock because she's not going to look at you, man.
1: Oh, wow. Damn, dude. Come on, man. <laughs> like empathy, bro. <laughs> Listen, okay? You got to prepare the boy for this stuff. <sighs> Alejandro, I'm, I'm, I'm hugging you through the phone
4: right now, bro. <laughs> I got you. Okay. Right. Alejandro, you're going to be okay, bro. Okay? Um, thank you. Okay. Right. And make sure you call us back when you meet a new girl. <laughs> I got you. Okay? Right. We'll tell you how to not screw that one up. Oh wow! I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. Roz again.
6: The word <laughs> is empathy.
4: <laughs> uh, you know what helps? Laughing helps. Alejandro, laughing helps.
3: Okay, awesome. bro. Thank you, Alejandro. Thank you. Roz and Mocha's FML only on Kiss.
1: Hi, it's Ron What's going on? Hey, Ro- uh, Mocha. How's it going? Good. How are you today? Good. I'm just driving off to uh, work right now. I just wanted to call
2: in for the first time. Oh, wow. Well, mm-hmm. Welcome to the Ron Zamoka Show. Thank you. I've been, uh, I know Roz really likes to uh, date himself, but I've been listening for over 10 years. Wow. Sh- yeah, Sh- we're, yeah, we're
1: creeping up on our 10 year anniversary. Yeah, I've been listening
2: to you guys when I was in middle school <laughs> through high school, yeah. through university, and Damn. now I'm
4: in. Uh, I'm going to work right now. Wow. Um, what do you do for a living? I'm a building scientist. Okay, so hold on here. Currently, you're a building scientist. When we started this show, when you started listening to this show, what grade you were, were you in?
2: Uh, grade seven. Oh, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> now he's an adult.
4: <laughs> he's a, he's a, he's a <laughs> yeah. building scientist. When we started yeah. this show, the boy was in grade seven. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, wow. Calling, so I'm really glad I through. Wow. Yeah. We love hearing stories like that. Thank you for your dad dedication thank you for listening to the raza mocha show uh for as long as we've been on the radio between raza mocha who's your favorite i gotta go with uh, mocha here his laugh is just
4: uh, amazing why does it sound like you're in a can i'm i'm just driving to work so i put you guys on speaker Sa- oh, okay. science bro don't no.
2: question
1: no. it <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm it, science. Right? Uh, take care brother all right thank you
3: the raza mocha show podcast hey
1: john hello hi it's raza mocha no yeah, dude, what's going on?
3: Serious? <laughs> yeah, bro. What's
1: up? Yo, okay, John, your area code that you texted from uh, is six one three. Where is that? Kingston. Kingston, Ontario. Okay.
2: Well, well, I'm I'm in I'm in Tamworth, which is like thirty minutes north of Napanee,
1: which is thirty minutes. East of Kingston.
4: Right. Ottawa has that same area code, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So John texted us today, Roz. Yeah. And it yeah. says, I love listening to the Raza Mocha Show podcast. I listen to it every night at work, all night long. And I'd love the opportunity to come on the Raza Mocha Show and say who my favorite is and in which
4: order. Oh, wow. Okay.
1: So, John, obviously, listening to the podcast, you've heard us ask uh, multiple times, and even just on the live radio show, we ask uh, almost everybody that calls in who their favorite is. So, you've had time to really, really think about this? Oh, tons, tons. Like I said, I listen to you guys every night at work.
2: I work an eight-hour shift, so Uh I'm probably listening to about two podcasts a night easy. Oh, wow, damn. What do you do for a living? I work at Walmart. I work uh, stocking the shelves. Oh, okay.
1: So between Roz and Mocha, John, who is your favorite?
2: Roz, hands down. Oh, why is that? Uh... And I'm going to go with, it's not because he's a smooth, cool dude. I'm hoping that gives me some pointers with him.
4: Okay. (laughs) Thanks Thanks for bringing that up. Yeah. To let me know that it's not a factor. (laughs) It's
2: definitely definitely not a factor. I love hearing other people say it, but it's not a factor. That's great, Uh, It's definitely, the you you got a real dry sense of humor, you're you're funny, you're sarcastic yeah. and you're like straight to the point with people and I definitely love when people call in and they say something you don't like yeah. and you just like call them like a or something. Wow,
6: yeah.
2: <laughs> I definitely heard that. I heard that on the last podcast I was listening
4: to last night. Yeah, that's great. Alright. Alright. Yeah.
1: So you like Ross because he's rude.
2: That's cool.
4: <laughs> Alright. And uh and Mocha is what, obviously second? Mocha
2: is second. You're yeah. you're very much correct. Mocha's second. Uh and uh, just style-wise, I like his
4: style. And what are your thoughts on Damon Mori?
2: <laughs> Damon Mori makes me laugh a lot, but yeah. he absolutely disgusts me. Right? Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> Ouch! Yeah. That one hurt. Right. And it's not—it's not—it's it's no offense uh, against him. It's no, just, it's no. Just, it's the stuff that he
4: does. It's the stuff no. that he does. He's yeah. not even paying attention right now. Mori, get your head in the game. Come on.
1: No offense, Mori, but you disgust John. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the booger
4: in the underwear thing? Yeah. You know, it's so funny, John, because some days Maury wants to play and where he'll just like come storming in here to defend himself. He's literally sitting in his in his room right now, just on his phone, pretending that none of this is even going on around him. You know, the show is like happening, Maury. Yes, but I was replying to Wait. Anthony on DM. I don't care. Don't do Anthony work. Uh, Well, we're doing the show. You have no business with Anthony right now. You have no business with Anthony right now. The difference
5: is he sent me three heart emojis, whereas this guy is telling me that um, I discussed him. Okay.
4: Anthony, is he he on Instagram? How do you find him? On Instagram? Yeah. Okay. Are you going to DM Anthony right now? Yeah, I'm going to tell Anthony to not bother you during the hours that we need Maury to concentrate on the show. Okay, like
5: literally... I have the chance to become friends with this guy I don't care I don't care
4: I don't care the show's suffering because you're stalking the guy from Queer can I
2: ask you guys a question yeah of course John did you guys get my second text your second text no it was a fix my life text
4: oh Oh, it was a fix my life oh my god John John. how much time do you think we have on our hands right now Maury's trying to get <laughs> I'm married
1: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, John, we have your phone number uh, We'll look through the text And we'll read through your FML yeah. And try to get you on a future episode, okay? Hey, that sounds awesome to me, boy. Uh, right. But thank you very much for texting in Thank you for listening to the Razamoga show uh, All the best Anytime, thanks for calling, have
4: a good one Alright, bro, you go back to Walmart Mocha and I are going to go back to the show Maura, you continue on with infidelity <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> the rosin mocha show podcast
4: ah for the podcast uh-huh i love the podcast man i really do hey mocha yo are you ready you don't know you don't know let's do the news The rosin mocha show and kiss 92.5 news break uh a woman in i believe bangladesh gave birth to a child And then she went to the hospital one month later with stomach pains and gave birth to twins. Hold on, wait, hold on. A 20-year-old woman in Bangladesh. Yeah. She gave birth to her first child in February. Yes. Then she went to the hospital 26 days later complaining of stomach pains. Yes. And unexpectedly gave birth to twins who were hiding in a second uterus. But when they took the first baby out, they didn't know that there were two others in there? No. So it's not very common to have two uteruses, and when the uteruses develop, it comes from uh, two tubes, and those two tubes then fuse together. And for some women, the fusion does not occur, and the dividing wall does not dissolve. So because she never received an ultrasound before giving birth to her first child, they didn't know the twins were even in there.
1: She didn't even have an ultrasound to make sure.
4: No. So, so the three of
1: them were in there. She chilling. was pregnant. And one of them was like, "I'm re- I'm I'm about to be out of here." Yeah, you guys come in, and they were like, "No, nah, we're gonna chill for like
4: another month." Yeah, but you they go ahead. They didn't know they were in two different uteruses. So she went in pregnant and was like, "Oh my god, I'm in labor!" And they're like, "Yeah." And then she gave birth, and then the baby was fine, and everything else is great. And then twenty six days later, went back to the hospital, being like, "I'm in so much pain right now," and they're like, "You got more babies in there." Also, two uteruses. Oh, my God. Dude. So the gynecologist who delivered the twins via C-section says that there have been no complications and that all three children are safe, fine, and healthy. Wow! And the mother's doing great. They did check for more babies, though, right? imagine at that point they checked for more babies.
3: <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
4: Beyonce and Jay-Z were the recipients of the Vanguard Award. Um, Past recipients, just so you know, include Britney Spears, Jennifer Lopez, Cher, Kerry Washington, Elizabeth Taylor, Whoopi Goldberg, uh, Drew Barrymore, Janet Jackson, Demi Lovato, Eric McCormack, Joss Hutcherson, Patricia Arquette. Uh, This is Beyonce giving her speech last night where she dedicated it to her uncle.
13: I want to dedicate this award to my uncle Johnny, the most fabulous gay man I've ever known I've ever known who helped raise me and my sister. He lived his truth. He was brave and unapologetic during a time when this country wasn't as accepting. And witnessing his battle with HIV was one of the most painful experiences I've ever lived. I'm hopeful that his struggle served to open pathways for other young people to live more freely. LGBTQI rights are human rights.
4: And uh, Mark Hamill said that he had a huge announcement over the weekend, and of course, when it's Mark Hamill, everybody thinks that it's going to be something Star Wars related. Yeah. But... His announcement had nothing to do with Star Wars. This is what Mark Hamill
12: told fans. Hello, WonderCon. It's Mark Hamill here. And if you're wondering who's going to voice Chucky in the new Child's Play, if you're looking at him. Get out of here. I can't wait to bring such an iconic character to life and present him in a way you've never seen him before. Child's Play this summer. We're going to have some fun. And remember, he's more than just a toy, he's your best friend. <laughs> Get <laughs> yeah. Here. So the
4: remake of *Child's Play*. Mark Hamill's doing the voice of Chucky.
1: You know what's going to be difficult about that role is that for years and years and years, Mark Hamill, aka Luke Skywalker, was the voice of the Joker.
4: Yeah, in the cartoons. In
1: the cartoon, in the Batman cartoons. So it's yeah. going to be tough to.
4: I don't know. I don't know how he's going to switch up his voice. Yeah. I mean, I guess he'll have to. There's a lot of people. There's a lot of comic fans that think that Mark Hamill's the best Joker, like above Heath Ledger. Like above when Heath they Ledger? when they rank Jokers. There's people. There's a lot of people. yeah. His voice is like phenomenal as the Joker. Yeah, and how he plays it. There's a lot of people who think that Mark Hamill's the best Joker. His
1: Joker voice is what I envision Chucky. Unless they, I mean, (laughs) they'll they'll change it.
4: I didn't even know they were doing a new child's play. No, it's kind of dope. I like it. I'm here for that. Yeah. Well, Justin Bieber got slammed yesterday for his uh, April Fool's Day joke. Did he really? Yeah. So he um, first he sent out. On social, a sonogram shot. Just yeah. Like a baby. Sure. And it was all cropped weird, and you couldn't see the name at the top, and people were skeptical uh, out of the gate, but some people fell for it. And then they immediately started calling this April Fool's Day. And then he sent out another picture of Haley at the doctor's office with like her legs up and I guess it was like at her OBGYN and the doctor down at her feet and her knees were up and somebody else was looking at her stomach. And then he wrote, well, if you thought this was April Fool's and then people still weren't buying it and then he copped to the whole thing. And then the backlash started happening from people who don't think joking about pregnancy... Is right. So let me read you some of these comments that came through on Beavers Insta. Justin, as a woman who can't have children, I find this disgusting and disrespectful. Oh, wow. It shows how immature you still are. Wouldn't it be karma if you couldn't have children? <gasps> Can you believe this? Oh my God. I hope you at least have the decency to apologize for such a careless, disgusting act. If not, shame on you and your mother for not teaching you right from wrong. Another one, pregnancy is not a joke. There's a lot of women who have lost babies and others who cannot have them, and you think it's a joke? Another one, I've always loved you and your music, but after this, I don't. You just don't joke about this. As someone who's lost a baby due to miscarriage, this just isn't funny. Wow. Right, that's a reaction. Um, you listen, know, I, I get it when, when everybody has things that are sort of close to them, whether it's been a traumatic situation or it's something you believe in or whatever, it doesn't mean that people can't joke about it. You know, like you, you're being offended does not make it. I don't want to say you're being offended doesn't mean anything because it means something to you. Of course it does. But just because you hold something personally, because there's things that everybody holds personally to them, and it doesn't mean that you can't joke about it.
1: You know when we mean to hurt you, announced uh, that Jenna was pregnant with Cruz. Yeah, and we put it up on social. Right. I can't begin to tell you, and I never talked about that on the uh, on the radio. Yeah. But the amount of DMs I got from women who listen to the show who are upset that we made the announcement why were that we do? were being insensitive to much like some of the haters to bieber that we were being in, insensitive to women out there who can't have children but you're not being insensitive like at all you have no idea, dude i had to reply to so many messages
4: it's really it's really unfair It's really unfair. It was a lot. It's unfair to you. It's a lot. Listen, there's a lot of things that are unfair in that situation. It's very unfair when uh, uh, you're put in a position of where you can't have a kid or you lose a kid. That is, it's the it's the cruelest thing in in nature. It is just, it's it's awful and it's it's damaging. But it's you're not poking fun at somebody. No, you're not bragging. You're not. It's not a look at me. What I can do, I'm I'm better than you. Yeah. It's intent matters in this situation. Oh, for sure. Like, are you then supposed to? So, what is Jenna supposed to do? Hide her pregnancy? Like, I, at what point I, is it okay I, to say something? I don't know. Are you lock her in the basement I, until the kid is born? I, I know. Like, what hey, do you do? Guess what? Yeah. Like, at what point? So, if yeah. you can't announce it. Then, like, at what point is it okay to say that your wife is pregnant? Like, at what point? I don't. Right? It's a very it's it's tough, and I get it. It's a very emotional subject. But man, people were just all over Justin Bieber yesterday for this. Like, it was not it was not pretty at all.
3: The Roz and Mocha Show podcast
4: fans are speculating as to whether Ariana Grande has come out as bisexual in her new song. What? The song is called Monopoly did the song with uh, Victoria Monet. Now, as far as we know, Victoria Monet is, in fact, bisexual. But there's this, a lyric in there that reads, I like women and men. And then fans are saying, speculating that is this Ariana's way of coming out as bi. But another story says that a source, whatever that means, close to Ariana, says that uh, to not read too too much into it and that she is, of course, a well-known ally to the LGBT community. Um, and she's simply supporting her friends and she's happy to do so. Well, so, I've not heard the song. It's
1: called Monopoly. Here's yeah. what it sounds like.
13: Out of
0: here with the fuckery Treatment goes like property Collect them like Monopoly Like properly Won't come if there's not a fee And if they try, come stop at me I show them might discography My life, I'm an end-end Wakes up, you're my She's
6: a 20-20-20 You'll be a straight my life if I gave uh, I don't know what the hell she's saying, and,
4: and this is not this is not something I love. Ariana Grande,
6: yeah,
4: I love her place in the world. I Who cares? But I don't understand a no, word she might as well, this girl lying. says. Like, <laughs> I don't understand a word that this girl says. It's the wildest thing. Yeah, maybe I just have the ears for it. Well, it's out right now, Ariana Grande. It's called Monopoly. Yeah, it sounds good. Kim Kardashian was on... Who was she talking to last night? Kimmel or Fallon? I can never remember. Kimmel, never. probably. Yeah. Because Kimmel's out there in LA. Yeah, no, you're right. Uh, and talking... Because they're having the new baby, right? She yeah. and Kanye through uh surrogate. And so she's on with Kimmel, and they're talking about the name because obviously it's and anticipate it, it's going to make news whatever they name the kid because they're very sort of creative and cavalier with their children's names. Sure. And would they ever go something more traditional, say? This is what Kim had to say. Like Jeff?
0: Actually, I do have one name. I was truthfully
13: thinking about just naming him Rob. Rob. My brother, Rob. But yeah. then it's kind of like North Saint Chicago Rob. <laughs> it yeah. like really go. But I really was feeling that, or like, you know, Robert. And my brother approved it. Yeah. And um, so that's like our one kind of name. Man, no, if
4: you guys, there's no, no, no way no. they're going to give that kid a normal name, no. quote unquote, normal name. Yeah, no. You can't have North Saint in Chicago and then give the other one yeah. Rob. <laughs> like, way to make your kid feel like he doesn't belong I out know. of the gate. Like, ma.
1: Why do right? you got to give me a normal name?
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why couldn't I get something else? Yeah, you name me after Uncle Socks? Okay, <laughs> great. That's awesome. That's really great. Thanks. What, name,
1: name the kid like Calabasas
4: or something. Yeah, it's a cute name, Calabasas. Man, we got to get on this. There's three theaters down in the US, three AMC theaters, one in New York, one in Chicago, and one in San Francisco that are running a marathon of all 22 Marvel oh. movies Leading up to the release of Endgame, yeah. So it's 22 movies, starting with 2008's Iron Man, and then capping it off with Captain Marvel. It will clock in at 59 hours and seven minutes. Holy cow! That's insane. Do you get a break in between to get more snacks? I don't know what they do. I don't know how they run these things. I think they just run them continuously, and you can dip in maybe, and out anytime you want. Like if if you maybe didn't they like, don't think that some. Actually, no, that some people would actually buy tickets for all 22 movies. Well, no, 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 it's a single ticket. Oh, it's one ticket I for believe everything. It's, I believe it's one ticket for the whole thing. Wow. Oh, my yeah. God. That theater's going to stink. Right? But I think that, like, if you don't like Iron Man 2, because it wasn't great, like, maybe you could dip after Iron Man, go grab a bite to eat, well, come back. What if, what if it's like no in and out privileges? Well, oh. oh, they
5: can't do it. What are they going to lock you in for 50 Jesus. hours? You imagine? But
4: anyway, so that that's what's happening, guys. There's a lot of people who are interested in that. I'm surprised Toronto didn't do that. Yeah. They somebody may, it just may not have been announced yet. Right. We were just talking about Avengers and the projected money that this movie's gonna make is incredible. It's going to get to a billion. The question is, how fast will it get to a billion? So here's the fastest movies that have made it to a billion dollars. Okay. So Fast Seven, Fast and Furious Seven made it in 17 days. Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom 14 days Jurassic World 13 days Star Wars The Force Awakens 12 days Avengers Infinity War 11 days it was the fastest movie ever to make it to a billion dollars the oldest movie on the list is Avatar which made it in 19 days and um, Captain Marvel, which was the most recent billion-dollar threshold passer, was twenty-six days. The only sort of like non-superheroey movies on this list: Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows, nineteen days to a billion dollars. Wow! And uh, Beauty and the Beast, twenty-nine days before it made one billion dollars.
1: I'm gonna say. Endgame is going to hit a billion dollars in seven days.
4: Seven? Yeah, I
1: give it one week.
4: Four days before Infinity War did? you yeah. got it four whole days? Yeah.
1: Wow. Yeah, the anticipation for Endgame, I find, is far greater than anything I'd ever seen before.
4: I will say that it may take a little bit longer than Infinity War, really? and I'll tell you why. Because it's a three-hour movie. Even still. Which means even if you jam it into as many theaters as you can, you are not going to get as many showings as you could for. I still think it's going to be seven days. You think so? Seven days. All right. Write that in my journal. Rawls and Mocha Q&A.
1: It's time. It's Ask Razumoka time! Oh, wow. <laughs> Podcast exclusive! Uh, this is where we take all of your questions from Instagram, at kiss925, and roll through as many as we can. And we got a lot of questions, too. Um, shall we get our guest on the phone? Yes, please. It's always ah. good. Hello, hello! It's Razumoka. Hello. How are you, Jen?
7: Oh, my God! <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! How are you? Oh my god! <laughs> Sorry, up? I have to catch my breath. Oh my god!
1: <laughs> Jen, where do you Ooh. listen to the show from?
7: I listen from the podcast. Oh,
1: okay, <laughs> and where do you uh, where do you live?
7: I live in Brampton. Okay, <laughs> yeah, girl, oh, yeah.
1: Aless- Alessia Cara's hometown.
7: Yeah, she actually went to a school that's like really close to me, Cardinal Brozek. Yeah. Big up to Karina Brozik. Yeah,
1: how do you feel about Tristan Thompson uh, representing Brampton as well?
7: Um, He actually went to my school at DeVille. Oh, yeah? I actually, yeah, I see him in my yearbook.
1: Was he a cheater back then as well?
7: Oh, oh. Uh, He was in the basketball team, but he was so tiny and so short, but now he's like a beast. It's amazing. I can't believe it. Wow. It must be the American water. I don't know. Or the cheating.
4: <laughs> yeah, or the cheating.
7: Yeah. Or, yeah. Okay, Possibly,
4: so, yeah. Uh, Jen, we love you. Uh, what is is your question for us today
7: okay so my question is can there be a version of five and seven that is in favor of Maury, like uh, topics that he is more familiar with. For example, like Mariah Carey or the Golden Girls or like cheese because we all know that like, he likes to eat a piece of cheese in the morning. Sure. And it's 2019. We want Maury to be hashtag winning. So oh. I'm just wondering. <laughs>
4: <laughs> okay. So is there a version of five? And five and seven is very simple, by the way, for anybody who's yeah, unfamiliar yeah. with it. Uh, <clears throat> we asked Maury to name five things. He has seven seconds to name those five things. Maury, are there Mm -hmm. topics that you feel that you could excel at in 5 and 7?
5: Oh my god, like she nailed the hammer on the head
4: like Golden Girls, <laughs> Mariah Carey
5: I don't know so much about cheese, I like eating it but if you ad- ad- name oh. them, I don't think so Okay. Wait, so okay. a Golden Girl I would say sure. maybe Law and Order, I would say Sex in the City um, oh. I like could kick ass at Seinfeld uh, oh. Oh, Okay, you want to play real quick? Yeah, let's oh. go for
4: it okay. oh. Position This
6: is 5 and 7 Hi.
4: Damn it, Maury Name any 5 Mariah albums in chronological order. Oh my god. Really? Okay, so Butterfly, come on,
5: come um, on. Emancipation of Mimi, um, E equals MC, uh, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Maury, come on. Like we're all rooting for you. Dude, you're supposed to be like Maury. Uh, what uh, did I do with the three?
1: Biggest lamb. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um,
7: we're all rooting for you, Mari. It's okay. <laughs>
4: right. Maury. Yeah. There's four golden girls. We know that. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to switch it up this time and one time only. Mm -hmm. This is four and seven. I'm so scared. We all know Rue, B. Arthur, Mm Stelgetti, and uh, of course, Betty White. Mm -hmm. Damn it, Maury. Mm -hmm. How old are the women that played the Golden Girls in order? Go. (laughs) Oh my God, I have no clue. But who was oldest? (laughs) Oh, oldest
5: was okay. Oldest was B. Arthur. Then it was Rue. Then it was Betty White. Ah, Then Estelle (laughs) Goody. You don't even know what are you doing? (laughs) What? The time ran out, bro. Did it actually? Yes. (laughs) That was seven seconds.
4: Yeah, that was seven seconds. That felt like nothing. It's uh, it's okay. Because I know
5: that Estelle was the youngest. Okay. Maury. Oh my god. What are you doing to me? Can't you just be on my side? <laughs> I'm going by what I'm going by what Jen wanted here. I know, but can't you be like what are the furniture made out of wicker?
6: Uh, okay.
4: <laughs> Where's oh. the house, Miami? What do they eat? Cheesecake. Yeah, but more. That's one question. That's one in 7.
6: So <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> true, what? Right? <laughs>
4: oh we, can, guys, we, we, can't, we can't do we can't do one in 7. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Maury, name five
5: kinds of cheese. Brie, um, uh, goat, uh, gouda, um, blue, um, <laughs> feta. Winner. Oh, Holy. My God. Wow. Yeah. wow. Look at that. Wow. For the okay.
4: first
1: time. <laughs>
4: Just snuck in. Like, get something right on
1: 5 and 7.
7: Jen. Oh, my God. Wow wow, yes. wow, wow, wow. Hashtag winning. <laughs> <laughs> yes, queen. There you go. <laughs> thank you, Jen. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. I love you guys. You guys are the best. Oh, Between Ross and Moka, who's your favorite? Oh, oh, my God, no. I got shoes Oh, um, I love Roz. Roz, hands down, because he's the see
4: ultimate. <laughs> oh, All right, girl. Thank you, Jen. Love you <laughs> thank too.
7: You so thank much. you, Jen. Love you, guys. Take care. Thank Bye. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Can we hang out?
4: <laughs> Where'd she go?
5: She didn't want to hang out with you. Yeah. <laughs> she
4: just ghosted you, man.
1: <laughs>
4: this is a great question. Okay. Um, B asks. You're in a coma for 10 years. When you wake up, you see a laptop with Google open. Oh, no. What's the first thing you Google? Oh, what year is it?
1: Yeah, I would probably do the same thing. I would Google the date and time and probably see what the biggest headline like world headlines are
4: presumably you're going to see on the computer that what time it is and the date in the bottom of the corner so let's sure. let's say you've realized that it's 10 years okay so so what's the first <laughs> thing you what's the first thing you google world news world, world news yeah shirtless
5: Morning? photos of Zac
4: Efron <laughs> wow damn really am I the only one that thought myself why would you do that? You were in a coma. You know what to you- find out how I was in a coma. Yeah,
1: but I guess I kind of figured like doctors
4: would tell me. No, but me. you could read the clipboard at the end of your bed. No, but you, you wake up out of a coma. There is a a like Google is right in front of you. Yeah, I'm googling myself. But why yeah, is that more important than shirtless photos of Zac Efron? Well, i first of all, Maury, I know what you're trying to just you're trying to be funny right now, but you would not come out out of a coma and Google shirtless pictures of Zac Efron. So just put some thought into it and give the person a proper answer. I would still answer. wanna. Fine. Things that I would still you. say Fine. world news because I know that I would get an answer from
1: the doctor. But what are as you googling to, though?
4: What are you googling? World news? Like yeah. what are
1: you? I would probably go to like CNN, like their website so or would, something. You would go to CNN, yeah, to see what the, the oh, world news is. So
5: fake I, news. What then? about recent Ooh. recent Ooh. celebrity Ooh.
4: recent celebrity deaths? You would come out of a coma and worry about what celebrities died? Well, he's Googling world events. He came out of a coma and he's going yeah, to worry about may, the world wants, events. He wants to see if there's like, uh, if an apocalypse happened, yeah. if there, But I'd like to you know, know like, oh, who died? Like if, if you know, if the city burned down and therefore that's why yeah. you're in a coma. Like presumably you wouldn't know why you were in a coma. When you wake up from a coma, do you know that you've been asleep? No, you would find out. Okay, let me break this down for you because you're just not getting it. <sighs> okay, so something happened to you more. Yeah. Okay, that put you in a coma. Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming it's this question. Go on. I'm going to go in a coma in a second. I'm going to put myself in one. (laughs) (laughs) What's that stuff that killed Michael Jackson? (laughs) Propofol. (laughs) Propofol. (laughs) Mario, go get my Propofol kid. Okay. So you come out of a coma. Mm -hmm. Okay. You don't know why you were in a coma. Right. You realize it's been 10 years. Mm -hmm. In front of you is a computer that's open and Google is there. Mm -hmm. So what are you curious about? Oh, I still stand by like who
5: recently died. Okay,
1: huh? Wow, celebrity deaths, huh? Yeah, celebrity deaths.
5: Weird. Wow, but that's not me trying to be funny. I'd be curious, like, oh my god, but goodness, you wouldn't who died. be,
1: you wouldn't be like curious as to what's happening like, outside of like, the building that you are. Yeah. At the time? I mean, like, I guess I go to like, know if what's went, happening in your city or in the country or. If
4: the Leafs won, no, I not care like, about like that. Like anything <laughs> like that. No, but right? if, if
5: you go to CNN.com or something,
4: it'll have everything right there, right? No, but CNN.com is only going to have everything from that day. Yeah, that's like, why, like, what have you missed? Or that's why I said myself because I would want, like, I would hope, like, a wiki showed up or something like that where Dude. people have told me what happened. Okay, but how crushing would it be
1: if yeah. you. Typed in your name, yeah, and literally nothing about right.
5: What See, put you in that
1: <coughs> coma showed up,
5: right? And I never Google myself anymore because a photo of me right. crushing a watermelon shirtless shows up all the time. Right, still, that's
4: true too. Yeah, that would be crushing if nothing showed up after I Google myself. Yeah. That would be terrible. Yeah, I don't know. I, it's a really great question because I would be curious too to see what is going on in the world, but so much is going on in the world that I don't, I wouldn't even know oh, where to
5: start. Would you go to your girlfriend's Facebook to see if she changed her status from like, you know, to single?
4: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. See, not bad. Yeah, I would I would definitely check out Catherine's uh who she's been with for ten years? Yeah, but who knows what social is? I don't care who she's with. I pre- I was in a coma for ten <laughs> years. <right? laughs> but now, now you're like, gonna
5: get angry with her because she was with another guy.
4: No, I don't know how I would be. I would hope that she would still go and live a life. But I hope she wouldn't like forget about me and yeah. just like leave me to the to the doctors.
1: And you call her and she's like, and you are? Hey, oh, yeah. no.
4: right. I'd be like, babes, I'm out of the coma, and she'd be like,
1: really. <laughs> <laughs> but but you have to stay in the hospital <laughs> oh, just like a little bit longer like they gotta run tests and stuff Enou- right?
4: enough time for her to buy a plane ticket <gasps> yeah, oh my totally. god yeah. and you
1: would look
5: up in 10 years you could look up Roxy and see if she's with anyone oh and I'd lift up my shirt too to see how my body looked
4: <laughs> oh, that'll put you back bro, in imagine how much
1: hair right? in the past 10 years that just kept growing on right. your body. Okay, we got to
4: make a pact right now, okay? Pact okay. right now. Bro pact right now, me and you, okay? okay. If I ever go in a coma yeah. and it's looking like it's going to be a long time, yeah. you got to come in at least once a month, wrap that curtain around the bed and trim me down.
1: I got you. Okay. Don't worry. Don't okay, good. Wait, like everywhere?
4: What's that? Everywhere? Everywhere that matters. Okay, Everywhere that I would not, care if, about. mocha's not available, I'll do it. Okay. <laughs> I didn't ask you, Maury. I didn't ask you. Yeah, I got like, you. not I will. Okay? Like, yeah, you got to come in and trim me down, right? And then, like, you know, <laughs> like get all the, the loose hairs <laughs> off my face. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll I got need you, you. to do you that. Don't worry. Thank don't you. Worry. Okay. <laughs> and right also now. my armpit hair too, because sometimes, because I'm skinny, sometimes when I lie down, like yeah. tufts, if my arm is like against my body, tufts of hair squeeze out of the corner, and it looks like the top of like a mini palm tree. <laughs> right. So make sure you clip those, and don't let the ones around the nipples get real long. Oh my okay. god. Okay. You
5: no wonder Catherine left you in this coma (laughs) because
4: i'm too much work
5: (laughs) okay moving
1: on oh uh nikki china asks nice to know that what kind of student were each of you studious laid back etc first of all what's studious okay okay
4: yeah (laughs) Uh, ross says so much
5: (laughs) i thought it was studious like someone who studies
4: a lot yeah yep studious yeah were you a studious student more well, no. I was
5: a loner. I used to eat uh, lunch with the caretakers all the time. But I and I used to hang out in the uh, the TV room with all the people that did the editing and played computer games.
1: No, but like, what about when you were actually in class and like doing work? I was work? a terrible
5: student. My dad did a lot of my homework for me. No, Frank really? had to do your homework. <laughs> yeah.
1: No. When did he have
4: time with all those singles parties <laughs> and dragging you around to? <laughs> uh, what kind of student was I? I, I I I remember having a decent time in high school. I was um, bad boy and you were jock. I was not a
8: jock. <laughs> <laughs> well, Stop, you were. Get me more. You
4: were on the basketball team briefly, but briefly. I, I, I didn't ask to be on it though. Stop having these weirdo fantasies and then placing me in them in your own <laughs> head. Man. It's so weird. It's yeah. so rude. Yeah. Um, no, I, I remember enjoying high school a lot, and uh, but I was there for certain things, and then I had no interest in other things. I I wasn't a great student by any stretch. I am a total product of the you know public school system. Never taking an advanced course in anything. Uh, graduating you know, as a popular kid as opposed to a smart kid. So I had this sort of over-exaggerated sense of self when I left high school because you just think that you're smart and you're great. And then it took me years later to realize that I was just not as smart as I thought I was and I had a lot to learn. So I wound up gaining like most of my sort of knowledge, knowledge way, way after high school. I didn't really learn a whole lot in high school. I don't know if I read a book in high school, Yeah. to be honest with you. I really don't. And I just, I I thought that I was great. Like I thought that I, I learned everything I needed to learn. I thought I really did high school. And and when I came out of it, I realized that I hadn't and I had just concentrated on other things. Not not the wrong things, but just no, of course. other things were a priority for me. And, uh, and so I was that kind of student.
1: In elementary school, I was bad. I used to get in trouble a lot. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. And I never really, really paid attention. And then high school, my grades were terrible. I was like made the average to pass. Sure, yeah. And I don't know. I I didn't really try to be honest with you.
4: No, no,
1: because I wasn't into any of the
4: classes. No, me, no, me neither. I was into right? I was into girls smoking cigarettes and playing guitar. When I That's was what I was into
1: sixteen years old is when I knew that I wanted to be on the radio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And none of the, the courses that were offered in my high school at the time, I felt was really going to help me. Yeah. And then once I got out of high school, like I passed eventually, yeah. and once I got out of high school and I went to radio college, it had everything that I was looking for. And I friggin' killed it. All of my classes, really? dude. In college. I mm-hmm. killed yeah. it. I got like the highest grades I had ever received my entire life because I was just so into... Uh, this business and learning everything that I could yeah. about it, but yeah, high school.
5: High school was a I, scary place. I hate to
1: say it, but high school. I was just there really to hang out.
5: Yeah, I remember auditioning for the radio station at high school, which was just the you know the room where they did the announcements, and they would never let me on there.
4: Right. We did a. Uh, we didn't have any sort of thing like that in my high school, so I, we wanted to do a radio show in the morning, and so we went to the AV sort of department, which. I basically ran, and we just pulled all this equipment out, and we convinced the school, me and this other kid, Troy, to... Let us do a radio show. So we'd show up at school every day at seven and yeah. set everything up, and then seven thirty is we would start the show. And we would do the show for ninety minutes. Wow. We'd, we'd play music like over the PA system. We'd do games like crazy yeah. stuff that we do here. We would do games. We would have people come up and be on the show with us. We'd do interviews, and then it would end with the announcements. So we. So my last year of high school, we did this like morning show. Me and this yeah. other. Me and this other dude. It was a total disaster. We used to play stuff off. We had two CD players. And we didn't have like a proper mixer, so we we play all this crazy. We play you know whatever music was popular at the time, Soup Dragons or whatever the hell it was. <laughs> a lot of a lot of YouTube. So and, Roz and, and Troy and was before like Roz that. and Mocha. Yeah, no, it was. Uh, and and so we did that. And then I went to college, and and I had no interest in college either. Yeah, uh, And I took radio in college. I dropped out after a year. I was just terrible because I didn't want I didn't want to. I I realized I didn't want to be on the radio. Uh-huh. It was the last thing that I wanted to because I went to college and it made it not fun and I didn't want to do it so and I realized I was dumb like I didn't know a lot and then so I took a long time and I just read everything I could and I just became like a great writer like writing was just my number one goal and then I started writing and producing for shows and I was Mm -hmm. doing that for years until I was 30 before I started doing any how are you in
5: the hall of fame for that school have you dropped out
4: because I'm, uh, I don't know. Because oh, L- he's on the most successful
1: yeah, radio like, show across the country. Yeah, because
4: I'm a dropout, but you know, you're... So you proved the system wrong. No, I didn't necessarily... I don't have ill feelings no. towards towards college. Uh, I, I really don't. But my brother is the same way. Like when my brother took animation in his college, which he was the best school in the world to go for animation at uh, Sheridan College back in the day. I think it still is. And... When he was in school, people from Disney and uh, ILM, which is Industrial Light of Magic, um, they used to fly from California up to Oakville to go and sit with the course heads of this animation course and just go through students' portfolios. And before they left to go back on the plane to California, they would just offer kids jobs. And then so people were leaving this course that my brother went to, getting on planes and flying to San Francisco to go and work for George Lucas. Right? And so that was the goal. So for me, I came from the mentality of graduating high school was never the goal. Uh, yeah. Graduating from college was never the goal. If you managed to job out, if you managed to find work sure. in the field that you were there for, and so I, I ne- graduating was never a thing for me. I never wanted to be a college graduate. Um, but uh, but so now same thing with my brother. So he didn't finish, and mm. now he's he's. I mean, he's been working in animation forever. He directs. Um, Dude, ma- did Magic School Bus? Yeah, he's done both runs. He does a Magic School Bus for Netflix. Netflix right now, too. Um, so, so, yeah, so I've never had that I needed to graduate thing. Right. Like I never, I, and I never got it. I don't think anybody in the history of Let my family's ever this. graduated from college. Oh, really? No. What if
5: Cruz okay. or Roxy are in the same boat and they want to do, are you going to
4: support their decision? Of course I will. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Of course totally. I will. Yeah. When, once she finishes college, I'll support any decision she wants. <laughs> <laughs> Before she got to finish college. All right. Uh,
1: here is a scenario that Mark threw at us. Okay. okay. Hit me. It's late at night. Oh. 12 or 1 a.m. Gotcha. You got home from whatever occasion. Okay. As soon as you get out of your car, mm-hmm. you encounter, you encounter two skunks. Oh no. On the walkway leading to the front door of your your house. Okay. You really need to go to the washroom mm-hmm. badly. And the skunks are not leaving their spot. Getting in the car and driving is not an option as you spot another skunk loitering <laughs> huh. around your car. Jeez, a lot of skunks. Okay. And he ends it by saying, this happened to me before.
4: Oh, wow. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so if you're wondering why Jeez. this situation is extremely specific, is because Mark was in that situation.
4: I know what I'm doing. I'm jumping skunks. Are you really? Yeah. But, no, no, but my question is if you start peeing
5: on the skunk, will the skunk just run away and you, you can then go? No, you can't pee on an animal, Mori. That's like, you just that's don't cruel. do
4: that. Um, no, I would jump skunks. Really? Yeah, I would. I would.
1: Oh, I no, would. wait,
4: that's too risky, dude. Yeah. Like if n- you they're try- not gonna, They're not going to hit you while you're in the air. And, uh, and you from, don't know from, that, from what though. I know about skunks, yeah. I've, I come really close to skunks all the time in my neighborhood. Uh-huh. All the time in my neighborhood. It takes a lot to get a skunk to spray you. Right, like a like a lot. Like if you start walking towards skunks, they waddle their big asses out of there. Like they don't they don't sit there and like oh yeah
1: you want to go unless you're like provoking them, right? Huh?
4: Yeah, I'm terrified of see. Skunks.
1: I would think that if you were to try to jump over a skunk, it may look at you and feel threatened. Like sure, yeah, right? This yeah. giant is approaching, and I don't know. Up in the air now, not sure what to do. I'm
5: gonna spray his ass. True. Right. Can you I, pull up some grass and throw the grass near it to scare the skunk away? You could, sure. Let's give Maybe, you that. Maybe?
1: But if I really had to like pee, yeah. I'd probably get... I'd probably just like pee on the street or something.
5: But I was wondering about, but then when you're done peeing, the skunks are still there.
1: You gotta wait Lawyering it out. As he I, would, said. I would wait it out.
5: First of all, why... Then don't did get he out of at the least car. say what he
4: did or no? No, oh, I don't even you know. jerk. I guess he's okay. Like, all right. he sent us that that scenario uh yeah i'm either jumping skunks or uh just walking straight through them
1: uh margaret fleming asks this question yeah. what's the best meal you've ever had and what's the worst meal you've ever had Jeez. i can't think i'm trying to think for worst i don't know maybe like a lame hamburger at some point but i can't think specifically that i've had a meal that was so bad that it stuck with me this whole time.
5: I had a cup of, some sort of cup of nuts with my dad when I was a kid and it was absolutely terrible whatever the nuts were coated in. I remember it was called barfy.
1: The nuts were called barfy?
5: I swear to God, the mixture was called barfy. I swear to God. No way. I will never forget that. Google barfy nuts right now. (laughs) (laughs)
1: I'm actually doing that. Okay,
5: good. Like B A R F Y. Or I B R either or. Barfi. I remember I was nuts. really young and my dad wouldn't stop joking about it being called Barfi. That's why it stuck in my head. Okay. Is it Barfi or Burfi? Hey, maybe it's Burfi.
1: Oh, no. Here we go.
4: Oh, think. See? Barfi nuts. What'd I tell you? Uh, if you have any company, don't call it Barfi, let alone a nut company.
1: <laughs> it's a flavor, apparently. Oh. The flavor of a Barfi is yeah. often enhanced with fruits such as mango or coconut or nuts, such as cashew, pistachio, or peanuts. But what's the base flavor? And spices. Spices. (sighs) I told you, I don't make this stuff up. Barfies are usually coated with a thin layer of edible metallic leaf known as a (laughs) vark. See? Wow. Yeah. Uh, wow. Did I just blow
5: your mind?
4: Yeah, you did. Bro, your dad is gross.
5: <laughs> <laughs> no offense.
4: I love you no, and no, honestly, Frank, but- yeah. <laughs> Nobody Frank. Nobody should give that to a kid. Right? <laughs> no kid wants a, he thought it was a funny. metal flake <laughs> nut spice. <laughs> that is so gross. Um, uh Max, like Max's question. Max Kroll writes this. Says, who is Batman, Superman, and the Flash of the three of you? Maury can be old, bad Aquaman, he says.
6: Oh, damn. Okay, gosh. so
4: so if we're only going with the Flash, Batman, and Superman out of yeah. the three of us, uh, who would be who? That's tough. I feel like Roz is the Batman because you have the Batman voice. Yeah, because I would say Mocha Superman, but I but that means that you're Flash, Maury, and there is nothing fast about you. Yeah. <laughs> well, like... So then, can I be Batman? No, you can definitely not be Batman. I'm Batman. No, you can definitely can't. Be. No, I would. I agree with you, though. Yeah. I would be Superman. Yeah, you would be yeah, Batman. Yeah. You know who Maury would be? Gleek from the Super Friends. I don't know what that is, but it's not on the list. Right. Super super (laughs) Friends were, um, remember Super Friends? Didn't they have the the Wonder Twins? Didn't they have a pet monkey named Gleek? Didn't they? (laughs) (laughs) Can I just be the Flash? (laughs) Right. No, Maury, you would be a Wonder Twin. And you would be the one that turns into water. <laughs> <laughs> right? What a lame they, they don't do that movie, huh? Yeah. You know, no nobody's clamoring for this for the uh, for the Wonder Twins uh uh origin story because one of them turned into do you not remember that? Form of uh Shape Water? of, uh, so one person could turn into an animal and then the other person could turn into anything that was water-based. So like the one one person would go form of a dolphin and the other person would go shape of a surfboard and then it would like the dolphin would ride the surfboard, <laughs> right? So it was like one twin would ride the other twin. It was the, the most useless and they were part of like the super friends yeah. where like they, they had this power along with like Superman and Wonder Woman. Right. And then you had the two twins who one could turn into a pail of water if you needed it.
1: I feel like the <laughs> adults in that group were just like, Oh, these kids are so lame. Yeah, we well, like we have to look after them. And like, yes. you know, we promised their
4: parents. Do you and- not remember the yeah. Wonder Twins one? No. <laughs> oh, my God. And they had the like lamest outfits. The lamest outfit. Was this a blue spandex? No, it was like purple, and they had popped collars. Oh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> look at us—we're so cool! Like it
4: was here, Maury. Come here, look at this. This is the this is the Wonder Twins. Look.
5: Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
4: yeah. Right. Uh,
1: okay. Right. Uh, Aaron asks this. We have two more, okay? Yes. Yeah, sure. Aaron asks, "Do you eat food that's past its expiration date if it's still?" smells, and looks
5: fine. Of course I do. Oh, you don't worry? Never.
1: I would. I would. The thing is, though, my wife, she follows that expiry date, like, to the day. If we get one day past, she's like, nope, we're getting rid of it. I'm like, babe, it's totally fine. If it looks good and it still smells good, chances are it still tastes all right. But there's
4: a difference between expiration date and best before date. Correct. Yeah, most things have a best before date on it. And that's just a a lot of that times that's just a turnover product. Um, But expiration dates are different. I don't know how many things that I would actually have in the house that would go past their expiration date. Because even a steak gives you like, you got three, four days on a steak. Yeah, but but not fish.
5: Um, We've we've taken the the cellophane off of a fish or something on the day that it says
4: and it smells bad. Oh, you're just buying cheap fish. That's true. Yeah, so yes to yeah. the answer, even with milk. Yeah, same. No, not you stick, with milk. You stick your nose in it. If it's okay, it's okay. That's what she said.
5: Now, I'll use expired medication or creams, but oh. not food. Jeez. Oh, wow.
4: Expired medication. <laughs> I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I don't want to know what you've had that long. <laughs> like, what are you dealing with that you got to go back in every now and then to get the old pills? <laughs> <laughs> or or cream or creams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Have you have you ever had like a medically issued cream for yeah. something
5: before? <laughs> my ro- my rosacea cream has turned pink but I still use it. Right.
1: I had Ooh. one time when I had that thing under my eye, the carbuncle. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Carbuncle. yeah I gotcha. <laughs> right. Yeah, I, remember. I had a cream for that. Anyway, uh, we'll end on this one, okay? Yeah, sure. Uh, Mariah Pyers. Do you guys still have the clip of Roz's daughter, Roxy, saying, shut up, Maury? Oh. (laughs) If yes, please play it. So this was from like the early, early days of the Roz Amoka show.
4: Yeah, because Rox was probably about four. It was about five, six years ago. And you said that she used to still say it at home.
1: And one time on the show, I think I yelled or one of us, somebody yelled out, shut up, Maury. And she was listening and... Uh, She just thought it was like the most hilarious thing in the entire world that day. And when you got home, Roz, uh, she was just saying it like nonstop. No, no. Catherine recorded her while she was listening to the show.
4: We were saying, shut up, Maury. And then she was saying, shut up, Maury. And it sounded like this.
1: Shut up, Maury. (laughs) (laughs) Shut up,
6: Maury. Shut up. Oh wait wait
1: wait wait! You know what? Hold on! We made a song. Oh, do you have the remix? Yes. Hold oh on. no! Let's do that. Let's do that. Let's end the podcast with "Shut Up, Maury" the remix.
4: That's old, man.
1: Oh, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna find it. I need okay. to find it. Hold okay. on. Okay. 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 I found it. Okay.
6: Good morning.
5: Oh. Oh. That would be awesome! uh, yeah, Jesus. uh. <laughs> morning Uh-huh! 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 Shut up, Uh-huh! uh oh. Yo,
6: yeah, <laughs> <Satisfy, laughs> <satisfy, laughs>
1: <and. laughs>
5: uh Yo. 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 Uh. Oh uh, Aw, uh, yeah! Dreidel, yeah. dreidel,
6: shut
5: up. I made it out of play. Get your claws up, little monsters. Good morning. Get your claws up, little monsters. Good morning. Shut up, Maury! Yeah, Shut up, Maury!
1: Damn it, Maury. Shut <laughs> up, Maury!
4: That was the best. That was the best. <laughs>
1: Every week you will find a new podcast for you and uh every week on instagram at kiss 925 feel free to load up the comment section with your questions we will of course invite one of you to join us on a podcast to ask your question to us and we'll have some fun thank you very much this has been episode 72 of the rosamoga show podcast